Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's a me, a man, a Garcia. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Pirates going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hi, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live on this Victory Monday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, pr927fm.com. And watch the show, be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. If you have a question for Jacob Jenkins Coward or Josh Moylan, you can get those in right now on Facebook and YouTube. And we'll ask the guys as they hang out on this Delcor Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes is here, the Chan Man, the big dog Glenn Griffin. And we are here to recap the ECU baseball weekend, talk March Madness and a whole lot more so thanks for tuning in here on this monday some news as we come on the show another week another pitcher of the week in the american from east carolina this time it is josh Groves after his performance on sunday for whatever reason uh the baseball gods mother nature does not want him to have his complete game uh you think about last sunday he was working into the eighth, had a couple of walks there. He said if he could have got through that inning, he probably would have gone out and finished the deal, couldn't quite get it done. Yesterday, he was absolutely cruising, and then the rain came, and uh, it washed out the remainder of the game, but the Pirates win in eight innings against George Mason. But, man, Josh Gross was awesome once again. The entire pitching staff was awesome once again. We'll talk about that on today's program. We'll talk about the hitting, too, with Jacob Jenkins-Coward. Jacob, good to see you. How you doing, man? great how are you doing great and uh that is kind of a shame that gross couldn't get that first complete game shutout yesterday yeah yeah definitely but um it it was electric to watch we were talking in the press box about how all right we're looking at when the rain's coming in are we going to be able to get this thing in let's get a a quick game going here get at least five innings so we can make the official game i know you're trying to focus on what you can control and all that but is that in the back of your mind too like how many innings are we playing today that kind of thing yeah, yeah. Saturday night uh, when Coach G told us we were playing at eleven, we kind of figured, uh, you know, we never know if we're going to get the whole game in. And he told us like we really need to get going early, just to just just in case. And uh, it worked out for East Carolina. And Josh Groves helped that too. He had at least four, maybe five, one, two, three innings. That's got to be great for you guys out in the field too, right? That uh, you're out there, you're back in the dugout, uh, back with a bat in your hand. That's got to help the whole flow of things. Yeah, and it's actually crazy. He had, I think, four, maybe five innings in a row of exactly 11 pitches. So it Man. was like 33 pitches, yeah. 44. You don't want to stand around for crazy. walks, hits. Yeah. You, you like to get right back in oh, yeah. uh, the dish and uh, and get your swings in. So just some awesome work this weekend by Gross, Spivey, you Savage. Uh, pretty much what we've come to expect. Even the midweek, Garrett Saylor uh, had been great starting. Zach Root starts last midweek. Pitches well. Saylor probably has his best performance of the year before he had to leave the game. So pitching has been phenomenal for you guys. Yeah, it's complete turnaround uh, from from last year. Not that our pitching was bad last year, but it, it, we we uh, we used a lot of guys last year all the time. And this year, like we we talked about it. Coach Knight was talking about it. Like some guys in the bullpen that are really good aren't pitching that much, but it's because 
we have a starter going to the seventh or eighth every game. It's it's hard to get everybody in the game, but uh, those guys are just you know they're keep keep work they keep working and they're keeping at it and just waiting for their name to be called. Much more routine, traditional pitching style this year with oh, your yeah. starters. Last year you had two shortstops pitching, you had mm-hmm. a closer starting in Mayhew, like it, and whatever worked, and uh, and it led to of course a regional, super regional, and you guys were able to figure it out, but uh, much more traditional sense this year and uh and it has been fantastic for ecu as uh they sweep george mason lost another one to those pesky campbell fighting camels and let's go back to that game first of all uh how was your experience at segra stadium how, how cool was that i liked it it was, it was a really nice stadium the grass was really soft <laughs> very short and you'd expect it to be kind of kind of hard yeah. it was so short Mm-mm. it was like like a carpet it was did that play weird or did no, it just no, something you really. noticed? It was just okay. interesting. It, it felt like your feet were sinking in if you stood in the same spot too long. <laughs> you had to move around yeah. a little bit. Uh, quick sand out there. Yeah. Uh, and Campbell gets the win. That's two now. The mm-hmm. But you got one more against those guys. Yeah, we have them at home coming up. Yeah. And uh, the rankings show that they are a good team. They're top 15 now. You guys have moved up top eight in the D1 baseball rankings. Not that you know or care, right? No, I didn't know that. All right. Well. Just let that go right over your head and don't even worry about it. Doesn't mean anything, uh, as we know from uh, last year and previous years. But it is good to know that East Carolina getting recognized for all the great work they do. And you've received individual achievements uh, in your career here, and and that's a good one for Groves. We'll we'll ask him about it next week. It'll be a week old, but I know you guys all feel the same way. Kind of like, hey, we'll celebrate those after the season, I guess. Yeah, we're more focused on celebrating the, the win column. So uh, you had a full Sunday just about. That's kind of rare for you guys after uh, it was called. Yeah, you started early. Uh, game was called around 1 o'clock or so. Yeah. So, like, what was your uh, the rest of your Sunday like? Do you know what to do with yourself there? I uh, So usually it, it goes, we play at 1, usually 2 sometimes, and I uh, procrastinate my homework until about <laughs> 9 o'clock. But I got my homework done by 5 o'clock. And nice. Played so much Fortnite. <laughs> so much for so much it was awesome uh and now you were about to sprain your thumbs playing mlb the show I oh yeah yeah i was huge into that we had a league with Igo and uh glenn and a lot of folks uh i think it started even before the covid year but during covid that is pretty much what i did when i went home when i wasn't hanging out with my family i was in my room playing the show mm-hmm. hadn't played it since but so that comes out this week yep comes out tomorrow you some said guys, some guys yeah like josh mullen's already got early access he's already grinding do you consider that cheating or just like good preparation preparation like, yeah yeah so do you guys play against each other we can team, team um, up what do you do we can but mo- most of us are just playing online yeah the uh diamond dynasty oh yeah it's a lot of fun uh assembling your team i actually i need to pull it up i made like some uh some ecu uniforms and hats one year Mm -hmm. when i was really into it um but yeah it is a lot of fun like do you make yourself on the game or do you play with big leaguers um you can make a creative player i don't last year i uh i made a player but he was not like me It, it was just a he was six eight 340 pounds and he was a monster good baseball bottle yeah my guy. yeah he was a catcher switch hitting catcher uh the game playing with the braves any at all uh no my team last year was the uh yeah the atlanta braves we'll go with that all right yeah wait what, what what's what did you go against the braves <laughs> no. okay all right 
By the way, I met your mother uh, this weekend really? before game. She yeah. said hello. Said she enjoys the the conversation and segments. And she called you. I said, man, Jacob's awesome. He, he's fun to talk to. And she said you are a big old goober. Oh yeah, goober all the time. <laughs> yeah, you've got goober like qualities. He's just a goober. <laughs> just like yeah. that. That's a term of watching right now. They asked what time I'd be on. Yeah, here with the uh, the goober himself, yep. Jacob Jenkins Coward. Um, oh yeah, William brings up a uh, play from yesterday. The arm, the hose, the the cannon was unleashed yesterday in right field and william says way to go on that hose from right uh way to let it eat that feel good coming out of the uh out of the hand yeah uh, so if you watch the clip back i actually didn't feel it very cleanly it skipped on me grass was a little wet but i managed to get a glove on it and then didn't really have much momentum so i kind of had to just all arm it yeah it wasn't one of those where you catch it going forward either in the air off the ground you were almost like Mm flat-footed and it ate me up a little bit i had to break down to not let it get by me Craig, rather, rather safe than sorry craig says uh do you prefer hitting bombs or throwing out runners at the plate i don't know that i really am so interested in throwing like i, I asked coach knight if i can throw a bullpen like every week and he never says yes that's never going to happen but i love <clears throat> throwing so much it's weird. I love watching pitchers throw. Do you? Uh, so, have you been uh, timed on a gun before? Like in high school, I was like low nineties so yeah. one, one time, but then I couldn't throw strikes. So I never pitched again. <laughs> but that, that's got to be pretty cool to see ninety one, ninety two beside your name there, right? Yeah. Um, I had another question I just forgot, so I'll get to this. Craig says, "What length and weight bat do you swing?" uh 34 inch 31 ounce and then the wood bat i swing is 34 inch 32 ounce do you have a preference on what you like hitting with more wood or metal yeah um metal is more forgiving so i think especially when i'm like working on hitting i use we we use wood a lot because you know you got to be really you can really feel when you don't hit the ball well or you do so i like wood better i think yesterday uh starling did not get all of one might have jammed him a little mm-hmm. but nearly took one out mm-hmm. to left I- i'm gonna ask moylan about this because he hit one to center yesterday for a home run but like you know the ones you yank out to right are gone like when you hit them yeah. when you hit one to center do you know you got it or do you like us have to kind of watch no, it go no idea yeah I've, I've that's a long never, ways never hit one out to center here really not in bp ever how about oppo i've hit a couple oppo with yeah. the wind, wind aided <laughs> joey barini yeah showing folks how to go oppo yesterday yeah, he's, he's he's got sneaky power Shaq. we'll get to uh nicknames in a moment I had a question about nicknames craig says other than being in the major leagues what is your dream job so outside of baseball what would you say your dream job is well i was going to go with a uh, college baseball coach but so if we're going outside of baseball um i really would love to be a golf course um landscaping manager okay i really enjoy grass the different types of grass m- maintaining manicuring stuff like that all right cool my wife's from uh, south jersey so i saw this headline and um but mike trout is from that area mm-hmm. and he and tiger woods are getting together to design a golf course in vineland in south jersey wow i just saw so there's mike, a mike trout was almost a pirate that's what i hear yeah some claim him as if he was he was a commit mackenzie gore commit mm-hmm. womack uh womack has met him 
plenty of times when he was on his visits. Talk, talked about him being in the team room, stuff like that. It's crazy. Is uh, Should we blame Zach Womack for him not coming here? <laughs> he hung out with Womack too much? <laughs> Dang it, Zach. Man, why couldn't we get somebody else here on his visit? <laughs> Just kidding. Zach Womack's the man. Yeah, I shouted him out on PA yesterday when all the fans had left, and he was the only one walking on the field. So <laughs> I had control of the mic and nobody to talk to uh, before they finally called that one yesterday. Pirates uh, sweeping george mason over the weekend if you have questions comments for jc you can get them in now uh christian says it's like we got three whirls in the outfield uh we've got some got some arms out there and then when they go defensive replacements um and we saw carter cunningham make back-to-back good plays yeah. in right yesterday yeah absolutely and he's really coming on too carter's having a uh, a solid year for you guys yeah we have what you'd call a good problem in the outfield <laughs> because we have five outfielders that are like everyday players anywhere else it, it's it's crazy and yeah we can run out a new combination every game and i think it's going to be the same result so it's really good to have very good problem and you could mike could say the same for the infield yeah. we're starting to see more uh see a little bit of dixon williams hit here and there but you see the pinch runners come in yep. later in games with chrisman and guys like that still waiting you know what does cam burgess have and uh just uh the cam clonch fills in for yeah, moylan uh both friday and saturday we'll talk to josh how bum was josh that uh he was unable to go friday and saturday yeah, what he, he just play the show the whole time and get <laughs> no, better than you no he actually uh he actually took took game notes he watched the game took game notes and then uh the next day like talk to individual hitters i talked to him about my bats from the day before so it was really cool that's good to stay a part of it like that mm-hmm. uh did you know you could be ejected from a game that's already ended i did not that blew my mind when when i because i was on deck when it when it when it happened and i i was like what, what are we doing yeah it's like Game's you're out of here like no kidding the whole team's out we're yeah. leaving dude <laughs> what, what do you want me to do he he like did the the finger like through him and i'm like what do you mean like it's over <laughs> we're all heading there we're all out of here <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Cliff Godwin uh, unable to coach. So what was that like with Colby Bortles at first and Palumbo at third on Friday? So usually um, Bortles is in the dugout and he we talked to him about at bats and stuff like that. So um, Coach P also gives signs differently, which is different. He, I mean, it's all numbers, but he instead of like three, two, three, he goes three sideways to oh. three it's awesome it's, <laughs> it's different <laughs> <laughs> head to the side there you go a little switch up a little yeah. different voice uh worked out for mm-hmm. a pirate victory uh on a friday night and uh, cam clonch obviously did a great job filling in for moylan part of that good problem that yep. jc talked about uh jonathan says center field at clark leclerc is where fly balls go to die absolutely i think i've only seen one line i think i've only seen line drive homers go out of center field he says he remembers agnos hitting one or two to center but they were low line drives so. that is exactly right how about like bp and stuff you've you no wow yeah i've never done it how about that uh, Josh says, I was still in the jungle and heard you call out Womack. Good. I'm glad somebody heard me. I uh, he said also, JC's throw was very Burley esque. Yeah. Did look a little bit like Alec Burleson hosing guys down from outfield. Of course, he was a pitcher too. So he was just throwing strikes <laughs> to the catcher from the outfield. Um, Craig says, Last question. Doesn't have to be your last, Craig. You can ask more. Who, was the, who is the player that excites you that has not seen the field yet or has seen very limited time on the field? Mm. I'm gonna go with two guys here. Um, 
Cam Murphy is the best practice player I've ever had as a teammate. He is busting his butt every day, laying out. He takes some of the best BP. And then also... Before we move on. So we've seen him pinch run, I believe. What position does he play? He's uh, middle infield, sometimes third base. He's also worked in the outfield with us because he's he's basically a utility guy. Gotcha. Yeah, he... He, when, when he gets his shot, it is going to be fun to watch because he gets after it every day. You know that sounds like from last year? Uh, Luke Nowak. Like, mm-hmm. He pinch ran some, and we heard those same kind of similar things from people. So just yep. interesting. that. And now he's a staple in the lineup. Yeah. So. All right, number two. Number two is uh, Jaden Winter. He's pitched a little bit, but like we said, like when our starters are going in the seventh, eighth inning, it's, <laughs> it's hard to get everybody in the game. But Jaden has electric stuff. And you saw him close out. Uh, was it Missouri State two weeks ago? No, it was a mid. It was the midweek against William and Mary. He had a two inning save, which was electric. Saw the first uh, appearance of Landon Ginn this year. Uh, oh yeah, the other night. Speaking of oh, closing things yeah. out, and he's got some stuff, doesn't he? Or yeah, at least some velocity. He has got electric stuff as well. <laughs> I love watching him pitch. We asked you this this preseason, but who? Um, who do you struggle with on the pirate pitching staff when you're doing your inner squads and things like that? Like, who's got your number? Trey Savage. Okay. It's, it's absurd. <laughs> your numbers are not good against him? No, but for probably. Johnny's our stats guy. Johnny Stats. Johnny Robertson says the Pirates have outscored their opponents 44-4 to in the eighth inning. Only Indiana and Georgetown have scored in the eighth, according to Johnny. The wow. stats to consider. I will consider that. <laughs> uh how about that stat that just shows you guys are uh playing great at the end of ball games Mm -hmm. defense and uh defense and pitching johnny says favorite breed of dog for a pet that's a good question johnny um i i don't know um i i I had a german shepherd and two pomeranians when i was little but i i think i'm a gonna be a big dog guy man I think um, you weren't here. Or you weren't at trivia a couple weeks ago, Chandler. The a lady out on the deck at AJ's had a Great Dane, wow. and just seeing those That's things live, too big. It's I, like a horse. It is like you could literally ride it if you wanted to. <laughs> it is insane to see those things in public or in person. Um, Josh has another question. He says, "Have you got to meet Colby's brother?" For those that don't know, his brother is Blake Boy. <laughs> I have not. Yeah. Uh, we joke about him with it. So little stuff, but no, I have not. Yeah, I haven't seen him here. We did actually. I I think I had the chance last year when we played at UCF, and I didn't take that opportunity. Just kind of saw him from a distance, and was like, "That is Blake Bortles." (laughs) Uh, Pretty talented family, NFL quarterback, and uh, another son uh, coaching, a brother coaching in college baseball. Uh, Susan says hello from Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Hello. Hello, Susan. I would be angry that you're there, but it's kind of a gray day here. But it's weather-wise, it's not bad, so I'm not super jealous you're in Mexico. But it would be cool doing the show from there, I would mm-hmm. say. Uh, Craig, appreciates your time and quality answers. Thank you, Craig. Yep, you got it, Craig. Anything on YouTube? Let's see what's going on over there. Um, Atticus, former intern here, great guy. Growing up a Braves fan, is it odd knowing that in a couple of years he could be drafted by a different organization and eventually face the Braves as an opponent? Is that? Uh, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. it's like I, I was a Duke fan growing up, but now I hate Duke. Yeah, okay. I'm a Pirate so, fan now. Things change in life and uh, in your different stages. So, great answer, JC. Uh, he could be a, a scumbag Philadelphia Philly in a few no. years. 
Would it be weird, uh, JC, that now I'm a fan of yours and five years from now it might not be, depending on the team you're on? Is it going to be like that? <laughs> so personally, I, of course I'm a fan yeah. of you, but like, it's like Dwayne Harris, my all-time favorite ECU football player. He is a cowboy returning punts against Washington. I don't like that. I can't root for that. Yeah, then he goes to the freaking Giants, and they're in the. Like, I can't root for the guy. Uh, I will root for you, but uh, I'll root for your team to lose. That's just. I mean, that's, that's fair. Okay, thank you. You understand? You know how it is. So, like, let's say I was. You're a Braves fan, I'm assuming. Yes. Let's say if I was on the Phillies and hit a walk off home run against the Braves, are you happy or upset? Upset. But you said you're cheering for me. <laughs> I got my team just lost, but one of my favorites from East Carolina hit the home run. That's just the spot I don't want to be in. If yeah. I'm in that spot, it's tough. I'll probably do a funny tweet cursing your name or something. The <laughs> best of both worlds. Try to make it funny, um, but no. Obviously, I want you to have awesome success in your uh, in your future. That's a t- that's a conundrum though. Uh, that's uh, look. I've known the Braves forty years, Jacob. I've known you for two. Yeah, that's fair. You expect me to just give you all my loyalty after two years? I don't think so, buddy. Let's see. Uh, now here's the JC Love Fest. Jenny says JC is one of our favorite players. Nicole says us too. He's so fun to watch. That's nice. That's fun to hear. You are a fan favorite, right? The mustache, the 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 goober mentality goober yeah like you can uh people can identify with you you're like a regular guy i I like i like to try not to be a baseball player to people try to be just yeah just a person and uh tommy says much love from home jake so proud of you that's cool to hear too. shout out tommy lynn tommy lynn Sullivan. sullivan uh how about jc if you do get too big for your breeches and like five six years from now you're like wearing shades inside and <laughs> your whole personality is like you don't talk to anybody anymore i don't think that's ever <laughs> okay. I, I like talking too much <laughs> <laughs> you like talking too much to be a uh to ignore folks um jc who are your favorite players growing up ask william favorite players players um, when i was little it was chipper jones and then Freddie Freeman made his debut. But now it's like, I really love watching Bryce Harper hit, even though he's a Philly. Oh, yeah. I understand. And before that was a national. I've yeah. never rooted for him his whole never, career. But I, I was talking about this with Trey Turner the other day. He went from NC State to the Nationals to the Dodgers to the Phillies. Like I, I rooted never for him in the USA that. jersey, but not anything yeah. else. Uh, but, yeah, Harper, his swing is so, like, violent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Vicious. <laughs> Vicious. That's a good word for it. Um, so I was going to ask your favorite. How about growing up? Any favorite non Braves other than Harper that you mentioned? Or, <clears throat> nah. Not really. All right. Cass says the mustache is awesome. Thanks, man. I've been working on it. <laughs> Appreciate that. How did you. This has to be a joke. Why'd you get seated so low in the brackets? It was. So <clears throat> it was randomly generated <laughs> oh, by wow. our um our media guy carlos Oliveira, he does a really good job but it was randomly generated and at the first the first bracket that was drawn up would be me and jake hunter facing off in the second round wow and we determined that that was bad for the tournament yeah so we threw me on the other side of the bracket and then i happened to face sailor in the first round which is also bad for the tournament 
So, you know. Yeah, we need somebody unbiased to just mm-hmm. go ahead and give you guys a ranking so we can get good matchups seeds, later yeah. in the tournament. Good seeds, yeah. Uh, speaking of seeds and rankings, we'll update the uh, Pirate Radio Bracket Challenge standings. Uh, it is a final. It has gone final. And um, we'll update that later, but mm-hmm. I mean, all that's kind of what everybody expected that's not not big news or anything it's kind of the way it goes around here we'll talk to chandler about that coming up later. you are terrible <laughs> speaking of chandler shirley do you have that cut i just want to play that this is a promo i heard from the brian bailey show i just added a few sound effects to it so this was if you missed brian bailey from last week uh here's a clip of that hit that real quick in the south you got alabama san diego state creighton and princeton i'm gonna go alabama in the east you got florida atlantic tennessee kansas state and michigan state rocky top midwest you've got houston and miami texas and xavier give me the cougars in the west you've got arkansas yukon gonzaga and ucla i'm gonna have to go with the team that i have winning it all in my bracket i'm gonna go gonzaga Four for four yeah, at the plate. I, I didn't even realize how bad I did. It, now, I mean, it's awful. The joke we, there is, I missed all mine. To, like it's fine. Yeah. Like, everybody. Brian Bailey does this thing: the second chance with the Sweet Sixteen. So your first two rounds, your brackets are busted. But hey, he's going to give you a second chance. He said there was forty-four picks. Only three of them were right. Wow. That's three how crazy the tournament's been with all these upsets and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, 44 picks, and out of all 44, only three of them were right. But, uh, anyway, that was <laughs> – I was riding around listening to that this weekend. I was Every like, single one was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Every single pick did not That's go awesome. in uh, my direction. Uh, Mark says SGHS. Southeast Guilford High School. Yep. He said, proud of you, JC. Go Pirates, Falcons 2, class of 74. So, there you go. I uh, got some uh, some high school folks tuned in. All right, uh, the week coming up, you owe UNCW one, mm-hmm. and I uh, got them coming here. What was that trip like to Wilmington, JC? We always talk about how that's uh, as far as environments go, uh, good home field advantage they have there in the Wilmington. What was that like for you? No, it was forty degrees. Uh, there was not really anybody there. Uh-huh. All right, well. Didn't have to worry about too much heckling, I guess, then. Yeah. Uh, but Wilmington coming to town. And then first uh, road trip oh, for yeah. conference play, the first uh, conference weekend coming up at Houston. And no pressure here, but this will be the last time we see Houston. They are headed to the Big 12, so go ahead and give them a kick on the bumpkiss on the way out here. Uh, what do you know about the Cougars just from meetings past with those guys? Uh, they had some solid arms last year. Um, solid arms. They had a lot of pitchers get drafted, actually, um, which is good. <laughs> but, uh, They're not here anymore, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all I really know. They have a turf field. It's in Texas. <laughs> there you go. And uh, let's see. that The final four is in that weekend. Houston. Yep. You going to the games? No. <laughs> I don't we, know if you'll have we're time. We're actually staying like 30 minutes away from the stadium because of all the – All right. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, I understand Houston. I've never been, but it's like a giant city and everything's so concrete. spread out and everything. Yeah, everything's concrete. All right. Uh, and now when you get to this portion of the year, you're used to playing the Friday nighters uh, under the lights, but now you'll start to play those Saturdays uh, under the lights as well. So do you have a preference? Really? Uh, the Saturdays will be, well, not this one because of Easter, but like moving forward. Um, oh, never mind. I'm wrong. 
decently under the lights. Oh, it's yeah. a long game. I thought you played later on the weekends. You know what? E host put one on the board. Even I screw up sometimes, JC, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah, it's impressive. Um, but you do have two under the lights coming up this weekend. Yeah. Uh, any preference on day baseball versus night? Night. You like Absolutely. night? Yeah. Different feel? Uh, you can, There's no problem seeing the ball. Okay. No sun, no clouds, no high skies. Which team has the worst batter's eye? What park have you been to? Campbell. They okay, I think you mentioned eye. that last time. Yeah. They, don't, they don't even have one. Yeah. And uh, Durham Bulls remember the building in the back ah right yeah. yep, but yep, Campbell yep. doesn't it's embarrassing that they don't have a batter's eye but hey it works for them <laughs> they're playing great baseball yeah, they are. um i can't remember what this is a reference to craig says can we get a satanic elmo they have something to do with bailey it, it's it's the elmo with the fire burning it's like some yeah it's like but some, it was i think it's his famous laugh that we have up here Somebody said that you need to put that behind the Elmo. But it wasn't the... Craig, what was the exact reference to that? I do remember. (laughs) But but it was something different than that, I feel like. And yes, that is a real laugh, by the way. That is a real Brian Bailey laugh after he found out (laughs) that one of our producers was wearing a girl's shirt. (laughs) That is a real Brian Bailey laugh. Oh, yeah. Wow. 100%. Ask them about it. Ask them about it next week when yeah. you guys are, uh, or this week when you guys are shaving off your mustaches. Yeah, apparently he said that uh, the shave off is coming up Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday at noon. All right. So is that when y'all are going to crown a champ? Uh, I think In the so. brackets. Yeah. yeah, it sounds right. All right, JC, we'll let you run. Get back to your uh, studying and also uh, get ready for the show coming mm-hmm. up. Good stuff. Thanks for hanging out, man. Thank you. Jacob Jenkins Coward hanging out with us here on the Delcor Players Lounge. If you have issues with your heating, cooling, plumbing, you can call the service professionals at Delcor, 321-8868. Visit online, delcorinc.com. All right, we'll take a timeout, come back. We'll hear a little bit from spring football over the weekend. Got Mike Houston and some player comments at 4 o'clock. Had a chance to catch up with Isaiah Winstead on Saturday. We'll run that interview for you. ECU Football Pro Day coming up on Tuesday. So we'll be out there covering that. We talked to Isaiah Winstead about his prep for that big day. Brian Bailey will join us in Hour 2. Josh Moylan, Hour 3. As a rough day for Josh and Ravens fans as Lamar Jackson has requested a trade. Uh, More to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. Gonna make it right. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and University PC Care is the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com. 
to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Monday, a victory Monday for ECU baseball coming off a sweep over George Mason. And we will talk about that more in Hour 3 with Josh Moylan on the Delcor Players Lounge. Lane Hoover unable to join us uh, dealing with a family matter and uh, thinking about him and his family. As uh, Can't wait to see him in a couple of weeks. we got a home run to talk about with Hoove uh, over the weekend uh, that happened on Friday night. All right. Um, what do you guys want to get to now? Because I don't want to make this about me. It's not about well, me. Let's just get it over with. How about that? It's not about me, but uh, it is about the ncaa tournament and march madness and believe it or not there are still three games to go final four saturday championship next monday we'll have those games for you here on pirate radio but our uh standings are official it is final and we have a champion you have to be pretty dominant to win a bracket challenge before the final four even begins and Dominant is the word this year as myself, Clip Rock. The ball was tipped, and there I was. I was running for my life. People say I'm a shooting star. And all those years, you just touched my breast. (laughs) Did you do that on purpose? (laughs) I am the champion of the 2023 pirate radio bracket challenge i would like to thank myself for knowing sports and college basketball i would like to thank all of the losers shown here for not knowing anything about sports and college basketball because folks it's not about what you know it's about how little everyone else around you knows and these people in here the shirley's the chandler's the big dogs know nothing Okay, first of all, I finished in second place. I I finished seven seven points shy of tying you at the top. Nobody cares. <laughs> jerk, <laughs> such a jerk. I've I've conducted this a is poll. Why we didn't want to do this. I just conducted a poll. Nobody cares. God, he won't. Be, you know what? By the end of the show, he won't be able to fit through the door. His head's going to get so big. <laughs> such a big net. <laughs> <laughs> You cast a wide net. Somebody asked me how many Final Four teams I had. None. Zero. None. The yeah. only person in the pool, I believe, is Jenny. She had Miami going to the Final Four. That is correct. Jenny can improve her standings if Miami wins a game. No, if Miami oh, reaches the reaches final, the, so wins a game. Yes, yeah. if they win in uh, their final four game then she can finish tied for i think it's fourth place or fifth place bryce williams could have finished in second wherever glenn is is that's who she'll be tied with bryce could have finished second if k-state could have won on saturday and won another game but they didn't they lost to fau how about florida atlantic in the final four i saw a lot of this like Well, now there's no excuses for ECU basketball. What's been the excuse? (laughs) I'm like, what? I mean, yeah, there's okay. So there was an excuse before. Now there's not an excuse. 
All right, fair enough. By the way, uh, we're supposed to talk to Mike Schwartz on Tuesday due to recruiting. Uh, we will have to push that back a week. We will talk to him next Tuesday right here on Pirate Radio Live. So, Coach Schwartz, uh, busy right now trying to stock and restock the basketball roster. And we'll talk to him next Tuesday about his first season here in Greenville, the offseason. And uh, we plan to talk to him one day after the national championship. And right now, if we did our third chance with the Final Four, everybody's picking UConn. And is that dangerous after what we've seen? Who's going to win it all, Chandler? UConn looks unstoppable. <laughs> exactly. That's UConn why they're not going to win. Dangerous. I know. They look amazing. And all the money is going to be riding on them. And I don't know. I think. Because you look at this Final Four. Miami, and we've been on the U. I got to give Chandler credit. He was on them again yesterday. I backed off. Do you remember Friday when I said you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them? I said I wasn't quite ready to fold on Miami just yet. Yeah. I was ready to go one more game. They got it done. Right. Then I folded on them. I folded on them yesterday. I gave up my cards too early. You played your hand, and you won. Congratulations. Thank you. We've been on Miami a while. That includes the first round where they were losing to Drake most of that game. Yes. Nailbiter. I mean, there's been plenty of teams that made it deep into this tournament and some of them are actually in the final four right now that have played from behind and had to play from behind that's exactly what i'm getting at and i'm doing a radio segment where i'm going team by team starting with miami sorry no no problem you picked up on what i was doing well done sorry the next team we can discuss is fau how did they get here well what do you remember their opening round game if you don't, they hit a last-second shot against Memphis to win. Memphis. Remember, Memphis is going down the court and trying to call a timeout. Not only did they their performance literally just fall apart, their team chemistry fell apart in that game. They had players arguing, Penny, and their uh, – I uh, can't remember their point guard's name, but he was yelling at Penny. He was yelling <clears throat> at uh, yeah. players. I mean – Kendrick Davis? Yes, Kendrick Davis. Um, so, yeah. Once again, another team playing from behind. Uh, great example. San Diego State was um, had issues with Charleston, although they have pretty much smothered their opponents throughout this thing. So I'm going to put them. They're not in the same category as UConn, though. UConn has absolutely obliterated teams. And did I say that word right? Obliterated. 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 <laughs> yeah, what they've done to get here. They beat Iona by 24. Remember, everybody was looking forward to that. Patino, Hurley. They beat St. Mary's by 15. They beat Arkansas by 23. They beat UConn by 28. They have destroyed everybody. And now they take on your Miami Hurricanes. They used to be our Miami Hurricanes. Now they're yours. What is the spread on that game? Have you seen it, Chandler? I have not. Let's play guess the line. I haven't either. I'm going to say UConn minus four and a half. The Texas game, they were favorites by three and a half. Texas was. I I remember it was the Houston game. I want to say it was six and a half, and I was like, man. Uh, It was seven and a half because I had Miami. Oh, okay, seven and a half. That's right. So I'm going to probably go – I'm going to go UConn six. It is five and a half. 
you know your team. Yeah. Are you ready to ride with Miami again? I think I am. You're going to play your cards again? Yes. Do you mind if I play them with you? Sure, please. I'm Look, this has been a couple years that we've been doing this. And I know the situation you had the other night, I don't I mean I don't blame you for what you had to do. You had to hop off the bandwagon there for a little bit, but I understand why. You had a future with Texas. But now that that's over with, now that you have some more room, I guess, you can hop back on the bandwagon and I'm allowing you on. I'm reaching my hand out to you right now. You want to shake my hand? I want to shake your hand and I want to pull you on back onto this bandwagon that we call the U. Folks, uh, once again, the key to your NCAA tournament pool and winning is about surrounding yourself with Nimrods. And great example here, Jenny uh, in the Facebook live chat says, um, the point system is skewed. You are not the winner. I'm the only one with the Final Four team. Messed up system. Cheating winner. These folks are the kind of people you want in your tournament pool. You want people like this. This is a great example of what I'm talking about. So everybody out there next March, find your Jenny, get in a tournament pool, and win that baby. What are you laughing at, Chandler? <laughs> what? Nothing. Do, you, do, we, not a, strategy? do we not agree? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good strategy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't, not agree. Recruiting. don't play hard. Play smart, folks. That's all I'm saying. Like, recruiting is all about finding the best players, but in a bracket pool, it is all the opposite. You find the worst players. Start looking around and diagnosing it and coming up with a plan right now. Don't wait till next March. Start just like you see that person in the office and you're like, hey, just bring up a question. Like, you see Villanova's recruiting class this year? Like, start talking college basketball. So then by next March, you'll, you'll have a – a relationship with them where you can get them in your pool and just absolutely take everything from them and dominate. And you, like myself, Kim McNeil, and Coach Corey, could be wearing a net at the end of the thing. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we return, we'll wrap up our number one. Hear what Mike Houston had to say after Saturday's scrimmage. Mike Houston is high on certain players including at the running back position. Talked a lot about that. We'll hear him uh, say some of those names. And more when we return. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hello. Welcome back Hello. into the show. People are calling me Clip Rocket. Actually, I just came up with that. Nobody's calling me that. Do not 
question the bracket god yeah i heard uh, some of that from morgan on friday from others oh just wait just wait what's gonna happen this weekend nah <laughs> every all that happened was everybody lost myself included this has to be the lowest number of points ever amassed in a bracket challenge for a champion go to hell i i mean go to hell. there is no because this this is the craziest tournament we've ever seen right so uh just some low scores across the board it's like a it's like golf lowest score wins hey jenny if it was like golf you'd almost won because you came in next to last place you actually would have won if we're taking the lowest score brian bailey finishes first and you came in second well done <laughs> i can't so just, I, I was told that jenny called during the last segment if she calls again put her on i, I gotta hear oh. her ramblings oh, and rumbling no uh, <laughs> no let's move on this is not fisher price my first bracket you gotta know what you're doing here folks and the point system is something that we've had for years. The, it, that has not changed. Yeah, and, and we got that from bracket challenges that have been going on for millenniums, decades. And at the very bottom of said rule sheet, what does it say? I'll say it. Yes, Chandler, It doesn't please. matter what it Hold says. Oh, it's no longer there. Oh, no, yeah. Shirley has final say so in any disputes. Yeah, but it doesn't even matter. It doesn't come to that because the rules are slated stated on the sheet but it also has it also comes down to points if you think the points are skewed guess what <laughs> i have the final say in all those in the standings and it clearly states if miami wins jenny finishes tied with glenn for sixth place it's not going to change the point system as far as changing who the leader is. That's the literally that is the only change to the final standings. Yeah, nobody else has nobody anybody. because the because of the way this tournament has played itself out, everybody got knocked out. So that is the final standings. Period. Period. Done. Period. End of sentence. D U N. Done. All right. Well, I got my championship. I got my tiebreakers gift card. I have the net. Now all I want is Lamar Jackson to be a commander. Go get him. He is apparently available. Apparently has been available. He's been wanting to go since March 2nd, apparently. March? Yeah, March 2nd. Which um, I had to remind myself it's the end of March. Like it's That's been a full month almost that he uh, since he requested a trade from the Ravens. All right, Shirley, let's hear real quick from Mike Houston. We'll get a, a quick uh, flight by Yingling practice report in the next generation of light beer. Don't just raise a glass. Raise the bar, flight by Yingling, wherever beer is sold. And Mike Houston spoke after the scrimmage this weekend. And let's hear what he had to say. Hey, great day in Daddy Ficklin Stadium now. Okay, had a, a really competitive scrimmage. Uh, so many positives. Okay, just really excited about what I saw on the field today. You know, two weeks into spring practice, you know, you wondered how the first live work was going to look, you know, first, you know, scrimmage, game situations, uh, and very pleased with all three phases. So, obviously, there's tons of things to correct, but there's tons of things to be excited about, too. So, uh, good day for the Pirates. Is this a different type of spring because of the inexperience on offense? <laughs> yeah, it's a different type of spring. A lot, a lot of people, you don't know their names and their faces out there, but, uh, you know, the kids, uh, the kids are excited. I thought we had great energy. Uh, and really liked you know seeing some of the things I saw from some of those new faces today. So it was a positive day. 
sometimes in the first scrimmage defense can be ahead of offense, but it seemed fairly balanced today. Just your, your take on that. I thought so. I mean, I, I, th I think the first defense has had uh, a really positive start to the spring, but I thought the offense played very, very well today uh, and really executed and did some things well. So it was uh, it made it a very uh, competitive environment out there. No doubt. No doubt. I'm telling you, we got a good room. Okay. Uh, we, all, we all miss Keaton Mitchell, but uh, Rajay Harris, he'll be healthy this fall. Marlon Gunn, he's a guy. Okay, Gerald Green showed today, he's a guy. And Javius Bond's going to be a guy. Uh, he, he's a true freshman, but I, I love the way he competed today. Thought he had some outstanding cuts. Uh, loved the way he finished runs. Uh, loved the way we took care of the football. Special teams, like pretty much every cape was good, so they were yep. happy, happy with where that uh, department is coming. Pleased with PAT field goal. Uh, pleased with the protections improved this week. Uh, I think the kickers uh, had a solid day today, so I think that piece uh, was very, very good. I want to really look at our punt unit, how we executed there. Uh, but I think a, a positive first scrimmage for our specialists. What are some of the things you want to start the week with next week? Well, I want to look at the film first. And, and, and you take the film and grow from it. Uh, I think that's the big thing. I think uh, consistency from some of our guys offensively. Uh, I thought we had some guys that were very consistent. I thought we had some guys that were very inconsistent. So I think consistency is a big piece. Um, I think defensively, we got to take practice to the stadium. You know, we've 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 really been uh, really been you know at times pretty dominant defensively in practice. We got to bring it to that scrimmage next Saturday. Talked about the improved length defensively. It seemed yeah. like you know BJ Davis and yeah. were kind of everywhere. What did you see from those guys? Well, you know, I, I thought we had uh, you saw that we had several tip passes throughout the scrimmage today. Uh, I think that length in the throwing lanes uh, had an impact on that. Again, I really want to look at the film before I go much deeper. How much have you seen Julius kind of grow, Julius Woods, and over the last couple seasons here? Incredibly. I mean, and not just as a player. I mean, in my opinion, uh, he's the best safety in this conference. Uh, but I thought that last year the opposing coaches did, and they didn't vote, vote him all conference last year. I think he's a great player on the field. Things outstanding leader off the field, uh, just a, a, a first-class human being, uh, and just glad you know glad he's a pirate. Glad we got him for one more year. I wish he had about two or three years of eligibility left. All right, uh, Mike Houston there, and uh, I will say he loves the the running back bond. Uh, he talked back uh, when he joined us last in studio about this freshman running back, and he says they got guys. What do you, I'd rather him say they were dudes. Uh, maybe guys develop into dudes. And they're too young to be dudes right now. But Marlon Gunn is a guy. Yes. Green's a guy. Saw him up close the other, uh, the other day. Uh, and Marlon, then, Gar Marlon Gunn is that big, big running back. He's a guy. Yeah, he's a uh, big dog just said it. He's trending to a dude. Not quite yet. But maybe he's on his – and then he said on the path. Bond is going to be a guy. So he doesn't want to give away guy status before you play your first game for the yeah. Pirates. But I think uh, we have seen Mike Houston – with Keaton Mitchell, Rajay Harris, Marlon Gunn, he will play true freshman running backs, and I think we'll see another one this year with Bond. Yeah, He's very high on him. Absolutely, and we, me and Big Dog were talking about uh, talk about this as we were leaving the stadium on Saturday, but Mike Houston, you could probably tell in that audio right there, but he was very, very excited after that scrimmage. Uh, was very pleased with how it went, and um, anytime you bring up those running backs, that running back room, he just he, his face just lights up, uh, and I think he's really impressed with what we're going to see. Uh, and I told Glenn this just a while ago: you're not going to replace Keaton Mitchell. You're definitely not going to replace his speed. But I think the a lot of that excitement comes from 
some of the you know reinforcements he's getting in the running back room yeah. even though keaton mitchell's on his way out they have really built this room up uh to, to something special and was uh, excited to hear his enthusiasm about it uh we'll get we'll hear some player interviews later on in today's show We'll have some Pro Day video audio for you coming up on Tuesday, so keep your eyes out for that. When we return, uh, we came in here Saturday, Chandler and I, before we went over to Clark LeClaire and talked to our guy, Isaiah Winstead. And uh, maybe you saw that on Facebook or YouTube. If you didn't, we're going to play that interview that we have with Isaiah on Saturday as he gets ready for Tuesday's Pro Day. We caught up with him. You'll hear that. Brian Bailey coming up hour two. Josh Moylan and a giveaway hour three. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor Program. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brown. All right, it is a Monday Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. Lane Hoover can't join us today. We'll talk to him in a couple of weeks. Uh, hit a big dinger this weekend. That was awesome to see. And uh, we'll catch up with Lane. But during football season, uh, one of our guys uh, that we really enjoyed talking to, Chandler and I, would try to get him to crack a smile and chuckle and laugh was isaiah winstead and isaiah is um, a very very quiet guy and didn't enjoy talking about football that much we got him to talk about non-football topics quite a bit Uh, but we did talk some football with him on saturday he dropped by the pirate radio studios with his um his lovely lady and his little baby uh which was cool to see uh and got to uh to talk to them for a moment but Isaiah joined us to kind of get us caught up on what he's been up to since the bowl victory and his training for Pro Day. Big day coming up Tuesday for Winstead, for Holt, for Keaton, for all the guys. Uh, Miles Berry and Xavier will be there. Um, Noah Henderson, uh, just a ton of guys. C.J. Johnson as well, Ryan Jones. So it's a big day for them. We talked to Isaiah about it on Saturday, and uh, we'll hear that interview right now. Here's Isaiah Winstead. First of all, Isaiah, great to see you, man. You've been doing all right? Yes, sir. Great to see y'all. And uh, I guess I said to you what everybody's been saying when they hadn't seen you in a while. You look jacked. You look big. Have uh, I don't know. What you been doing? You been in the gym, I guess? Working out. Yeah. Trying to do a little something. You said you didn't, uh, you don't really notice it, but everybody says that when they see you. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Coach Scott, everybody I've seen, they said they said I look bigger and I've been, look like I've been working out. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Uh, so, Isaiah, you got Pro Day coming up. Let's kind of just talk about what you've been up to since uh, the bowl victory. And it's been, uh, I know, a lot of training, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, can you catch us up on what you've been doing? Yeah, so uh, after the bowl game, 
I had left to go to Florida. Uh, I was training at XPE, um, training facility in Florida. Uh, so we had about five. We no, nah, we trained six days a week. Um, Monday was the heavy running speed day, heavy lifting leg day. Uh, Tuesday was the upper body day. Wednesday was like a drill work and like a like um, shuttle L drill stuff like that. And then we had another lift day. And then Thursday was the um, other run day, like heavy running and speed work and uh, heavy lift day. And uh, Friday, we, we was on the field, and Saturday was another lift day. So that's probably why it looked like I got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember even when we met you and at the first conversation we had with you, uh, Troy was like, so what do you do in your spare time or your time off? And you were like, don't have any time off so yeah. this is kind of you're probably doing different stuff but like this work you're putting in it's nothing new to you right yeah it's good it's like give me a chance to just continue doing what i'm doing you know just give me a schedule to go by instead of just you know winging it yeah right so uh you've been doing that preparing now how much of your preparing has been just for pro day uh when you're going to be out there tuesday when you're training for all these drills and things like that how much have you focused on that uh all of it, hundred percent. So Man. the whole reason me going to Florida was for pro day. So you know, that's for that's the main focus. You know, that's the next big thing until after pro day, and then that's when we can move forward. But until then, everything my main focus is pro day. Do you see your times and uh, and all your drills you're doing? Do you see an increase in that as you go on? Yeah, yeah, my times got better. Yeah. So what? Uh, I don't know. What are you most ready for on Tuesday? What, what do you think your best drills are going to be in? Uh, I feel like the position drills, like, you know, that, that's football. Though. The actual football stuff? Yeah, that's yeah. football. But um, I feel like I'm going to do good in everything, though. I feel like I'm going to do good in everything. Um, everybody want to know what my 40 going to be. That's the, yeah. that's the main thing. I feel like I feel like I'm going to touch a 4-4. All right. If all goes good. If it don't, I don't feel like I'm going to be no higher than a 4-5. Okay. All right. So, uh, but you have you hit that? I guess the four four. Yeah, I had a, I had a four five flat three times in a row. But you know, we was lifting and we was yeah. doing all that. We was doing a whole bunch of heavy leg work and stuff, and that would be right after. So, with fresh legs, I feel like I touch a four four. That'd be huge. Isaiah Winstead joining us. Uh, how's the finger? You dealt with a bum finger all season. Still, still looks still wonky. <laughs> still, does it still bother you? It don't hurt. It don't yeah. really hurt, but you know. You're going to live with that weird-looking finger the rest yeah, of your life. Got to. <laughs> Good deal. And uh, Isaiah, you did say when you came in that you're ready to kind of get this part over with and get back to kind of football and, and training for that rather than these specific drills, right? Yeah, because basically, like, you know, football is football, so that's what I've been playing my whole life is football. You know, this is a new thing these past couple months, having to train for certain drills, you know, right. like a 40. That really – it's about how fast you are, but it's more so technique. So, you know, it's – Having a, it's, it, it get a little overwhelming during training. Like, you know, when you first get there and you don't got the right technique and stuff yep. like that, you just got to trust the process. So, you know, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it, you know, to be over with, you know, so. Yeah, kind of annoying, too. I've been to those pro days, and if you don't, you know, get 
your start exactly right or you you mess up they, they make you do it again do it again. i'm sure you know what i'm talking yeah. about so you got to have everything right i'm sure that gets a little annoying yeah but. like on the 40 if you don't have your hand up long enough before you take off they make you uh restart it and stuff like that so. yeah uh, how about the the football side of it though you said you're meeting up with holden later to get some catches in uh, a little throwing catch so yeah. you've been uh keeping up with your old teammates here yeah definitely like uh rajay um keaton CJ, you know, Jalen Johnson. Um, I keep up with everybody, really. You know, everybody was excited to see me when they uh, seen me there at their practice and stuff like that. I've been there for the practice and the scrimmage they had today. So, okay. you know, get, uh, keeping up with them. And, but, yeah. Man, uh, a lot of shoes to fill with you leaving, with CJ leaving, Ryan Jones. But you got Jalen Johnson. You mentioned him. Uh, uh, Josiah Hatfield. Starting to hear a lot about Kerry King, uh, yeah. maybe being in the offense, and Shane Calhoun uh, has been a target. So uh, you leave it in good hands, but, man, uh, somebody's going to have to step up this year at the receiver position. Definitely. I feel like they got the ability to be able to do that. Uh, what do you think about the pro prospects of uh, of your teammates, Holton Ehlers, CJ, of course, Keaton? Uh, you know, have you heard any of those? Have you talked to those guys about the next level with them? Yeah, so um, I'm going to work out with them. That's who I'm going to work out at seven with. Uh, you know, everybody's just excited. I feel like everybody's going to do good and uh, live up to the standard or what we're supposed to do and stuff like that. So, you know, everybody's just excited. It's crazy now. Like, this childhood dream is yeah. you no know, dream no more. It's like it's right in front of our face, you know. So that's really what we just talk about. And uh, Holden had texted me the other day. He was like, um, he had said something about, he had mentioned like what we was talking about before I even got here when I had committed here, yeah. like it's go time and stuff. And he was like, you know, he had just reminded me like this is what we've been waiting on, you know, and basically the same thing. Like this, this what we did all that for for this pro day. So, you know, it's the same same mentality, you know. Just the next step. We'll uh, be covering that coming up on Tuesday, as I say it, and a lot of his former pirate teammates will be out there in front of scouts and uh and coaches and have you been able to be in contact with anybody in uh in the nfl in any pro leagues i say and how have those conversations gone yeah so uh when i had went to the cgs bowl um it's like more so of a low-key bowl but it's you know it had a lot of football um it had a lot of nfl teams there and i talked to the raiders and Patriots. i talked about 15 16 teams and so and it went good you know they like me and yeah uh, the main focus is what they think I'm gonna run in the forty. That's what basically what everybody asks me. Like they don't, you know, they don't know if I'm fast or not. So we're gonna see. It's weird to me. Does it? I don't know. Do you ever think about? Hey, I, how about watch this tape I put together these last few years? You know, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. I guess. <laughs> um, but that's good that you've been able to get. It. I know when teams talk to you, they're gonna like you because you really do. You're like 100% serious in this. You, you, there's not a lot of messing around with you. We always get a kick if we can ever make you smile and chuckle. It's like a <laughs> accomplishment. But, like, this is your life. This is what you want to do, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's what I dedicated my life to. Yeah. And uh, you're also dedicating your life to being a father as you uh, you brought the baby in. That's cool. How's uh, fatherhood going for you? It's good. It's different. But, you know, it's take a lot of adapting to, but 
I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's weird, man. This you know, one day you are looking out for yourself and, and of course your family and friends, but yeah. then that next day and then for the rest of your life you're looking out for another human. Yeah, it's depending on me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's a mindset you gotta you gotta get early on. And uh my daughter turned fourteen last month, so uh, everybody's probably told you this enjoy it like yeah. it goes by super fast man so enjoy, enjoy, enjoy these days uh isaiah winstead joining us so uh isaiah there's the nfl there's also xfl cfl all these pro football leagues the goal is the nfl uh, have you thought about these other leagues if if you don't make it right off to the nfl no there's one there's one league for you yeah all right i'm gonna be there that you're going to be there that is the mindset and that's what's going to happen isaiah winstead joining us here uh tuesday pro day gonna get in some time with his teammates and isaiah i'll I'll ask you again you've spoke fondly about your time at ecu the right decision you said it was Mm -hmm. you'd love i mean but looking back on it still feel the same way about that same way i wouldn't change nothing yeah great decision and we uh we were happy to have you around here man so uh what else you gonna do while you're hanging out here in greenville uh none chill just yeah. chill and train just catch up with people <laughs> yeah uh, i might i might go to sup dogs one time yeah yeah definitely just you know i got a gift card there so I might, <laughs> might as well go ahead and use the gift card utilize that so where are you uh living when you're not uh where are you I'm staying at? I'm in the at? hotel right now. My agent paying for the hotel. How about when you're not here in Greenville? Where you been living? In Richmond. Well, I was in uh Florida. Well, you've been in Florida. Yeah. But yeah. you call Richmond home? Yeah. I guess? Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Yeah, got you. All right. Um, is there anything else, Isaiah? That's it? Nah, y'all got any more questions? I don't know. I th- I, Chandler? This, is our, this could be our last time we get to talk to him in a while. Get that mic on, buddy. Yeah, cut the mic on. <laughs> My bad. But, yeah, this could be the last time for a while that we talked to Isaiah. I do want to ask you this. is Was there any former wide receivers, current wide receivers that's in the pros right now that kind of you ran across in your journey and your offseason that might have helped you along the way? Um, We had uh, – our receiver coach up at XP was Anquan Bolden. Wow, okay. Oh, cool. We had Anquan Bolden. We had um, – we had Cortland Sutton come up there and help us. Uh, I seen I seen a couple besides those two. Those are the only two that like really was like a part of like helping us out. But uh, XP is like known for like all the people going there to train. So I, I came across like CD Lamb and stuff like that. I seen, yeah. I seen a whole bunch of NFL players like every day, every day up there. So. How many guys were you training with the, the like college receivers? like 17 okay yeah all the all the top receivers was up there anquan bolden was one of the toughest guys to ever play and played quarterback he was like an emergency quarterback for florida state in their bowl game i think he was a dog and then just (laughs) whatever you needed from him he did uh courtland sutton currently with the broncos so that's cool so you you got to meet some of these guys that are going to be uh draft eligible this year yeah yeah a lot of them um good question chandler anything else that's it. That's the one question you had. Yeah. All right. Basically. But I don't. I don't have but, any like nonsense questions for you today. I'm all business, man. But yes, I do uh, want to say, Isaiah, good luck to you. And yeah. We've enjoyed having you on here on Pirate Radio, and I mean, your work ethic is great, and I hopefully it will pay off. Yes, so. sir, I appreciate it, sir. Yeah, man. I'm gonna be back though for sure. Yeah, yeah, and and we hope so. Oh, uh, tell us about Mike Tyson, man. 
You said that was a real quick encounter, right? Yeah, I just I've seen them. They like that's my. I was getting treatment on the uh, on the training table, and they was like, um, they got Mike Tyson. And I'm like, like you lying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I look up and I see him. So I'm like, once I finished got um, getting treatment, I just went over that. Was like, what's up? Like, can I get a picture? Yeah. And that was about it. You know, he was he asked us a couple questions like how old we was, like what we was doing up here and stuff like that. So. After that, you know, I just left. You're in your prime. Mike's a little older, but would you get in the ring with him? Nah, he got it, man. I mean, yeah. Good, good <laughs> answer. Good answer. Uh, would you ever get a face tattoo? Nah. <laughs> nah? All right. Keep him on the arms and the what? All right. The arms and the legs. Huh? There you go. All right. Well, uh, I'll let you get back to uh, to your baby. Yes, sir. Out there in the lot. Yeah, brought, brought him by. Looking good. Taking a nap. He's up now, though. So you, <laughs> you, you crying in there. <laughs> All right. We'll let Daddy get back there. Isaiah, great to uh, meet you, talk to you, get to know you. And, uh, man, you know we're fans of you. So. Yes, sir. Uh, off and on the field. So whatever you do, uh, we wish you the best. And uh, looking forward to seeing you on Tuesday, that pro day, and looking forward to seeing you on Sundays in the league, man. Definitely, man. Appreciate uh, y'all for sure. All right, there is Isaiah Winstead. He stopped by the Pirate Radio Studios on Saturday. Great to see him, catch up with him, and uh, see his family as well. And he will uh, try to put on a show for the scouts and um, talent tomorrow at Pro Day. Uh, Huge news here, folks. The GOAT has... I just saw this. (laughs) The GOAT has committed to ECU. Now... The GOAT freaking kids these days man and their goats and their tic tacs and all the stuff everything's a goat you can't have you can't use the phrase one of the goats goat literally means greatest of all time like there's one greatest of all time ecu has received a commitment from the goat (laughs) the goat have you seen this shirley no all right well are you sitting down no be prepared. This is uh Stop reading uh, that. Yeah, Look at me. You, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, stop reading that. Look at me. I think you just are I looking at it. I am the now. You're looking at it right now. Ah, uh, yay, yay. Folks, you're not going to believe this. Jerry Rice has committed to play football at ECU. And not only is Whoa. he now 18 years old, white, <laughs> But he's also a kicker now. Much like Chandler thought Fred McGriff was a white man, he's going to go up to Jerry Rice next year and meet the Pirates and say, you know, I always thought you were a black guy. And uh, the greatest receiver of all time. I was told that you were the greatest of all time at the wide receiver position. Jerry Rice <laughs> has committed to be a Pirate. Jerry Rice, true Pirate. Uh, for folks wondering, as we all were, uh, Jerry Rice is a kicker from VMI. What a name. I bet he doesn't get stopped. And uh, has I bet people have not brought that up before. John Did says, wait, wait, wait a minute. Is Barry Sanders going to be our new punter? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, really? Uh, come on now. So Jerry Rice is a pirate. I wonder how many times, like, if he tried to call somewhere and say, may I speak to so-and-so? Yes. May I ask who's speaking? Uh, Jerry Rice. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Quit playing on my phone. (laughs) Yeah. Guy on here says he's Jerry Rice. (laughs) Yeah. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're You're not not Jerry Rice. You're not Jerry Rice, guy. You're You're not not Jerry Jerry Rice, Rice. pal. 
Trust me. You're not Jerry Rice. Got that? Jerry Rice oh is a pirate. One time uh, in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru, I said, they asked for your name, and I said LeBron James. <laughs> just to see if they would do it, and they did. Because they don't care like what your name is. They just need something to put the order with. I might start saying I'm Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is a pirate. I thought I would never Can live to see name? the day. Madonna. Duh. They call me the material girl. <laughs> Ever heard of me? <laughs> It, come on vogue vogue i mean seriously i wrote that book in the 90s don't where, cry for me argentina where i was naked um chandler if you could go by a sports great name all time who would you pick probably go michael jordan michael jordan i'd say hello you can call me muhammad muhammad ali that's right that's my name why are you smirking <laughs> i can't be named muhammad smirk. ali jerry rice true pirate by the way over the weekend the uh four-star hat game kid signed with ecu we'll see how that works mm-hmm. i hope it works out good wait what you know the guy that spurned ecu put on that went to miami yeah uh he's he's a pirate he's a true pirate i missed that did you really yeah oh good i'm glad to pass along info to you antoine, antoine jackson. jackson how did i miss that i don't know what were you doing this weekend covering i mean ECU i saw you yesterday covering ecu baseball saw you up in the old press box yesterday yeah i usually don't go up there but it started to rain so i had to stay dry and you would have mailed because you're made of sugar <laughs> all right <laughs> that's what old people said you were so sweet right you got the best sugar you were uh you would have melted out there you got you made sugar i have an interesting story about lamar jackson that i just... he's a commander no oh uh, well, i'm not interested in well no it's just interesting this information that just got tweeted out a little while ago according to twitter patriots owner robert Kraft said the rapper meek mill texted him three or four days ago saying lamar jackson wanted to come to new england Kraft responded that it would be bill belichick's decision <laughs> okay that is a weird story now i have seen robert Kraft and meek mill at the same gatherings together so, so i'm guessing he's a diehard patriots fan then i don't know i think he just hangs out with rich folks like robert Kraft. Because Meek Mill is, is he not a, now I'm going to sound dumb, but I don't care. I'm, I'm not a Meek Mill. I don't know anything about, I thought Meek Mill was like a Philly guy. I don't know, but I mean, is he now Lamar Jackson's agent? Because I thought his mother was. No, he's uh, he's just saying, hey, my, sign my boy. Yeah, Meek Mill's a Philly guy. Okay. Um, They already have a quarterback though, so he doesn't need to give the Eagles a quarterback. Washington needs to get Lamar Jackson right now. No questions asked. How many first rounders you want? Fine. Do it. Whatever. Just get him. Get a quarterback. Get some excitement. Do it right now. What are you waiting for? All right. Let's take a break. Um, also, some quick transfer portal news. North Carolina's Caleb Love has entered the transfer portal. Huh. No love lost between love and the Tar Heels entering Apparently the portal. Apparently so. 
Also, Rodney Terry has been named the full-time Texas Longhorns coach. Thought he might be wearing one of these nets that I'm winning for winning the bracket challenge. But the U, too strong on uh, Sunday. All right, let's take a break. When we return, Double B, Brian Bailey will join us. We'll talk hoops, baseball, maybe a little football, and more. It's all ahead. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. We'll get back inside the Delcor Players Lounge at 5 o'clock with Josh Moylan. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner, call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Barack. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Players' Lounge Monday. Josh Moylan will join us in about 30 minutes. We'll talk about his home run. We'll uh, talk about where he was Friday and Saturday. Unfortunately, not in the lineup. Um, I'm looking up a quote here. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. And same can be said for this net that is around my neck. As, what are you looking for, Shirley? What are you doing over there? You look, you look like you're about to play something. I wasn't going to do anything. Okay. All right. Well, can you call Brian Bayless? F*** you. Are you going to shut up? <laughs> Brian Meador, that was very inappropriate. And I don't know why you would say such things to me. I feel, I'm wearing this representing Pirate Radio. Now I'm ready to go out and take on other radio stations in bracket challenges. Representing Pirate Radio. That's that, I want to represent y'all. Because until y'all can get up to my level, I need to find people that are at my level. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I can't stop. Won't stop. Everything, well, can't say that. This really sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm trying to talk to Brian Bailey and my producer. Oh. Yeah, he's ready. he's been waiting. Oh, sorry, Brian. Sorry. Big head. I didn't know you were here. He's talking to me or you. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the above clip exactly bb we were talking about it earlier we ran over your numbers on the second chance with the sweet 16 because there was a promo playing this weekend i heard you were asking chandler his picks and he missed them all and so did i and so did just about everybody um what was it bailey three out of how many correct picks on the second chance with the sweet 16 three out of 44 which is a whopping 6.8 percent teams that got and it's 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 mind-boggling that that many people 
you know, the whole everybody we talked to last week picked Alabama. So that's that's one quarter of the bracket that everybody got messed up. And it's just it's really the whole tournament has been so crazy. And it just continued with, you know, with everything that happened over the weekend. But, you know, when you go, when you start your bracket and you're starting to fill it out, you're not going to put a four, two fives, and a nine in your final four. But if you did, you'd be rich. But you're not. You're not. Well, that makes me want to not take UConn to win the championship because uh, they have been blowing everybody out. I went through their scores earlier in this tournament there hadn't been a close game yet these other teams miami had to fight back to beat drake um fau needed a last second shot to beat memphis uh early on san diego state has done a pretty good job smothering teams they got away with uh you know got away with one yesterday against creighton i think charleston kind of maybe pushed them a little bit but they they pretty much um have been able to you know to get by but, man, UConn has just crushed everybody. It looks like their tournament to win at this point. And everything that's happened up to this point makes me say, well, I'm not taking the favorite. So, uh, I don't know. What do you do with these final three games here? You know, I, I think you just watch them with enthusiasm. I don't know if you put any money on any of these games because it's just it's just been so crazy. And I don't know how you – how do you pick against Florida Atlantic right now, even though they're a nine seed. And, you know, usually we talk about there's one – there may be one upstart. Sometimes there's, there's, you know, there's four really good teams there. This year, you know, everybody's an upset pick. So it's it's really hard to, you know, if you look at the matchups and, and even those experts that look at the matchups, I mean, how many did they get wrong? Most of them. I mean, so it's just, it's just crazy when you look at it. Is Tristan Newton trying to become the first human ever to – wear an ECU basketball jersey in a game and win a college basketball national championship, Bailey? Yeah, he's getting close. I, I, I mean, I can't think of anybody else that, like, transferred out of here or was a one-time pirate to win it, and he is now two wins away, and he is their starting point guard and kind of makes the ship go, and he does a lot of what he did here in Greenville. He's not counted on to score as much as he did here in Greenville, but he was a, a good rebounding guard, and has, has turned up his assist uh, there at UConn, and he is really important for what they do there. He really is, and you can tell that, that he's got a role that he's comfortable in if you watch him play, and he seems to be really at ease with it. I mean, he, he, he missed a bunny the other day, and I watched him running down the court, and he was smiling, and his teammates were smiling at him, and you could tell he was just having a lot of fun, and the pressure certainly hasn't gotten to him, and it just goes to show you that, you know, at East Carolina, they can they can get them. They've got to keep them. Yeah, that's uh, what Mike Schwartz is trying to do at this moment. We'll talk to Mike Schwartz uh, coming up next Tuesday right here on Pirate Radio Live. And we've seen some defections, Brian, most notably, uh, notably Javon Small. But he's trying right now to keep what he's got in-house and also add some uh, some other talent to that roster for next year. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's the key. you gotta you got to keep what you've got and – He's got a good nucleus. I mean, I think we saw some really nice things out of some of the players that, you know, Ezra Osaw, it looks like he could be an outstanding player in the American. You know, he gets, you know, a little bigger, a little stronger, and he's got some some great assets. So I, I think he's done well with what he's got. He's got a good nucleus coming back. The league, obviously, is going to stiffen up a bit all of a sudden because all the teams that are coming in, looks like most of them, are pretty good basketball programs. They may not be as good in football, but. They're pretty good in hoops. So FAU is in the final four. You've got Charlotte winning the CBI, and it's North Texas. Is it North Texas and UAB are in the semis in the NIT? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 
I think that's right. <laughs> and that, that, but I, all from Conference USA and, and all joining us, right? Right. Heading to the American. Yeah. So these are the teams we're going to see next year having all this success uh, right now with uh, with their basketball schools. And looking at it coming up uh, Tuesday night, North Texas versus Wisconsin, Utah Valley versus UAB in the NIT semifinals. Uh, Bailey, where are the NIT semifinals and championship this year? Are you still there? Oh, I guess he's not there. I thought he was like waiting for that great question that I asked, and he's not there. See if you can get him back. Chandler, do you know where they are? NIT semis and championship. Do you know where it's Champions. always been? Championship's always been in Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah. Hold that thought. Maybe Bailey was just like thinking about my question. All right, Bailey, you back with us? Gotcha. All right, where are the games being played, the semis and the championship of the NIT? I don't know, but I'm thinking Vegas. All right, Bailey did not fall for my trick question. It is not in Madison Square Garden. It's not in the Garden. It's not in MSG. It is in Vegas. You are correct, sir, as they have moved that. They also had the first ever what regional uh in vegas this year right yeah i saw that so all of these uh first pro leagues and now you see college starting to get out there to vegas as gambling becomes more of a thing it's uh it's talked about heck it might become more of a thing here in north carolina with some uh stuff being passed recently so we'll see between between gambling and marijuana you don't know what's illegal anymore <laughs> yeah i guess you're right things change uh they certainly are changing it was like totally taboo to do anything in vegas and now it's like you know the thing to do go to vegas and now if you can't do in your hometown what you can't already do in vegas then you're buying on the times i guess right yeah I mean, so, well, there you go all right bb how about uh spring football we heard from mike houston in hour one he is high on javius bond the running back he's high on his entire backfield and that's without rajay harris doing a lot right now but he says uh rajay will be ready for the fall that's of course without keaton mitchell but he's got a stable of guys that uh he sounded very excited about on saturday and we got a little glimpse of that a couple of nice runs in the scrimmage and we were allowed to shoot the last 15 or 20 minutes uh, of scrimmage number one. And, and we got a, we saw a couple of nice runs during that, that part of the uh, scrimmage. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's excited about it. And I think that, uh, you know, Pirate Nation should be excited because they, you know, Mike Houston is going to run the football some way, somehow. And with those running backs, uh, that looks good. Bailey, uh, best chance to make it to the NFL out of last year's team. We're going to see some of those guys on display at Pro Day tomorrow. But, we're thinking Keaton Mitchell um, is going to have a spot. Who's uh, who's next on your list in the NFL uh, that we'll see tomorrow at Pro Day? I would say, I mean, you got to you got to think Holden's going to do something somewhere. He's going to get a shot. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to get drafted late, free agent signing. He's going to get a shot. Uh, maybe Noah. I mean, yeah, you know, I think I think he's got a chance. But there's a lot of guys at Pro Day tomorrow. Do you do you feel different about Holton uh, since what he's done uh, since the bowl game, being in those All Star games, being MVP, uh, the amount of face to face time he's been able to have with teams? Like, has that changed your opinion on him getting a shot at the next level? What he's been able to do just since leaving ECU? 
Well, I think it almost has to because I think when you when you see, you know, we, we've covered him since he was in high school, obviously, and we know a whole lot about him. But, you know, if, if the whole football world was ignoring him right now, then you would think, well, I don't know what kind of shot he's going to get. But with all the attention that he's gotten, yeah. and he's earned that attention. I mean, you know, you go to those – you go to those all-star games, you don't even know how much you're going to get to play. So you got to take advantage of every snap, every every drill, everything that you can take advantage of. And he, you know, he really did. And he was the talk of the all-star circuit. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I think that, that his stock is certainly, you know, is on the rise. And hopefully he'll parlay that into, you know, some, some cash down the line. No doubt. Uh, yeah, he, he deserves it. And uh, we'll be checking in with him and others coming up on Tuesday at ECU Pro Day. Uh, Bailey, the um, got uh, Ronald Vincent joining us on the show coming up on Tuesday. And uh, he's going to be honored coming up later on this week. Uh, the legendary RV as you uh, start to get into this time when uh, the high schools and all kinds of baseball about to be going on around here. Yeah, and again, we're blessed with some outstanding teams. We always have the outstanding coaches, but uh, yeah, and, and it starts to warm up a little bit, so that's always nice as well. Great to see RV being honored because obviously, you know, there are guys that do great things in sports in our area, but there are very few that do such great things that are great such people, you know, such great people, and that's what RV has always been since day one. I can remember when I first got to Greenville, him and Randy Phillips, and all those guys, they were playing softball together. And, and they were, you know, they were having a blast doing that. But they were, you know, he was winning baseball games back then, winning baseball games today. Uh, he's been winning games for a long, long time. I'm glad to see he's being honored. Looking forward to catching up with RV coming up this week on Pirate Radio Live. Also talked to former Pirate uh, Bryce Harmon, who is in the scouting game. Uh, he is scouting for the Philadelphia Phillies. Saw him last week at Clark LeClaire Stadium. And uh, great to catch up with these guys. Bryce Harmon looks like a grown man. When he came up to me, I did not recognize him. I didn't know who he was. It looks like he's my uncle or something. He is a big dude. Uh, but got to see him. Uh, Brian, it's always cool to run into these guys, you know, six, seven years after they play here. And, you know, usually when you run into them, they're so appreciative of, of what, you know, the coverage that they got yeah. to hear from you, from from you know, all of us at Channel 9 and everything. And they, they think back, you know, very positively about their experiences and, and just all the fun that they were able to have. And, you know, I think when they're in the middle of it, you really don't realize it until you get out of it and take a look back. But uh, all those guys are just and, – and and I miss them. I, I, I love covering those guys. They're always, you know, really nice and have a good time. And so – but you're right. He's a grown man. How about Burley making the opening day roster for the Cardinals? That is huge for him, Bailey. And, and we've watched, you know, Connor Norby play some spring training with the O's and – uh, Gavin Williams on the rise, just a ton of these guys moving on up through the minors and just tells you what this baseball program has been this last decade or so. And there's another Pirate starting the year in AAA. Do you know who that is? For the Iowa Cubs. Well, if it's a Cubby, it's got to be the man behind the dish, Jake Washer. Exactly. Uh, making his girlfriend uh, intern for me last, uh, last year and sweet, sweet girl, and she's working now in West Virginia. I think it's bridge fourth or bridgeport i think it's bridgeport west virginia but um she's doing re- really really well and she sent me a text and said he's uh, gonna start the year at iowa the cubs two catchers and he's one of them in iowa so that's good and of course we molded making into what she is today when she was a pirate radio intern yeah you guys screwed her all up and i got her straight <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, but that is awesome to hear uh, Jake Washer he's a great guy as well and, and is already like a lot of these guys giving back uh, he does these camps these down east camps with Ryan Meadows and the coaches Bailey uh, these last few years so that's really cool to see it really is and, and giving back and, and again very appreciative of what they had when they were here and, and trying to give back it's really cool BB what you guys got coming up on WNCT TV this week uh, well, we got Pro Day coming up tomorrow, so we got to be out there at 10 a.m. for that. Looking forward to that, seeing all the guys. Uh, we got the Wilmington game Tuesday night. That's at home, so that'll be good. Uh, Wednesday, we got the great shave off, get rid of these mustaches. So that's always a fun day, fun time. And uh, I know that's the first part of the week, and we'll see what the week brings after that. All right, uh, Bailey, before we let you go, third chance with the Final Four. San Diego State versus FAU. Who you got? I'm taking Virginia. I think they got a chance now. Okay, you're going to take Virginia in that one, and then you want to take ECU in the second game. I'll take Virginia in the second game. It'll be the Cavaliers. Now I don't. I have no idea. I could probably venture to say UConn's playing the best basketball, so I would take UConn, and that's going to just jinx them. I would take UConn to win it all, and, and San Diego State. I guess I think Florida Atlantic. At some point, they got to think like, "Hey, we're we're just happy to be here." They- I tell you what, they got however you want to say it. They do not get scared of the moment. They look like the calmest team ever when you see them on the court in these big moments. So, seasoned veterans. I mean, that's what and, that's what it takes. And they're young. Like, I, I, I'm reluctant to say you know they're they're going to bring everybody back, but they could if they they could bring the coach and all the players into Minji's next year as like a top 15 team so we'll see wow that'd be fun all right bb enjoy the man all right buddy check check out the brian bailey show coming up at six o'clock as he talks some ecu football with the new coach mo alan mokridge the offensive line coach of the ecu pirates a great football discussion and if you missed it earlier you can check it out at six o'clock right here on pirate radio when we return we'll wrap up hour two Coming up, Hour 3, we got Josh Moylan joining us, coming off a home run, a rare center field home run at Clark LeClaire Stadium on Sunday. We'll talk about that. The sweep, what transpired earlier in the week, and more. And he probably won't want to talk about Lamar Jackson, but I'll ask him about that too. That and a giveaway coming up, Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live. A lot more to go. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have a real estate question, Scott has answers. Give him a call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Josh Moylan going to join us here in a few minutes. We'll open up the booty bag, make you a winner in hour three as well. 
Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the NCAA tournament is over. I've won the bracket challenge. I'm wearing the net. I am a champion. Uh, going into Saturday, I had, I had five correct picks in a row in the tournament, which I've been keeping up with the entire time. But then on Saturday, I went 0-2. I lost the future that I had in Gonzaga. And then on Sunday, I lost the last future I had remaining on Texas. So I was super bummed this weekend. The tournament is over, and I'll see you next year as far as that goes. The women's tournament rolls on. Coming up tonight, you've got South Carolina at 35-0, and taking on Maryland as the one and two seeds meet there. Virginia Tech, Coach Mack will be on the call, on the radio call for the Hokies when they take on Ohio State. And uh, that is coming up at 9 o'clock tonight, South Carolina, Maryland at 7 as they uh, look to advance to the Final Four. A lot of Caitlin Clark talk, Shirley. Yes, Caitlin Clark is basically the female Stephen Curry right now. 41 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists in Iowa's win over Louisville. They scored 97 points uh, in their victory. We saw Miami's men make it to the Final Four. Their women... Uh, their season comes to an end. They lose to LSU, to um, the coach with the flamboyant outfits. Oh, yeah. And you know how we talked about it on Friday? Yes. About that jacket with the pink feathers? Um, it was like later that evening, I, I think I was watching highlights or something, and they showed the coach, and I got an up-close look at that uh, jacket. That jacket, by the way, hideous. Absolutely hideous. It was like this weird floral plat pattern that you would probably see like your grandmother wear like curtains maybe yeah yeah your like floral curtains. pattern curtains it, it <clears throat> that's what the jacket looked like it was made out of and then it had these bright neon pink feathers that were is you know kind of striped down the sides it was hideous what is her name why can't i think of her name mulky is that uh, last kim mulky kim mulky yep yeah there you go it was escaping um, me, too. So. Well, she's in the Final Four. We'll see what she wears uh, in the Final Four Ugh. coming up later on. So there's uh, that's what's going on the Buccaneer Music Hall Scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Not following NBA because the Hornets are awful, but they swept the Mavericks this season. They just beat them twice, and now in three days. everybody is saying what is wrong with Luka and Kyrie and the Dallas Mavericks. So way to go, well, Hornets. The funny thing about that is not only did the Hornets get the win the other night, but Kyrie Irving had a fan kicked out. Oh, yeah. And I sent the video. It wasn't me, by the way. The guy in me. that Redskins hat was not me. Yes. Um, but I did send that to former Pirate Radio intern and Charlotte sports fan Atticus. And I said, I'm surprised it wasn't Purple Shirt Guy. <laughs> and I then went, wait, what is up? Like, where's that guy right now? Like, we need a up life update from Purple Shirt Guy. I hate Purple Shirt Guy. He's the guy that, for some reason, decided to get in Dwayne Wade's ear in a game where Charlotte could have clinched their first playoff series win in the millennium, and Dwayne Wade goes off because this guy's chirping him, this idiot, wearing a headband and Purple Shirt Guy courtside. Um, and the Hornets haven't been close to advancing since, so... Thank you, Purple Shirt Guy. All right, let's take a break. When we return, Josh Moylan will join us. 
We'll see if he wants to dive into the big NFL news going on today. Uh, and we'll talk about his home run to center and uh, the other things that happened this week with him and with Pirate Baseball coming off a sweep over George Mason at UNCW coming up Tuesday at Houston this weekend. If you have a question for Josh Moylan, you can get it in on Facebook and YouTube or Twitter as well. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. We're back with Hour 3 after this. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has been the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting, sports, and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Players Lounge Monday presented by Delcor. The service professionals can help you out if you have HVAC and plumbing needs. You can call 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com and they will get you taken care of right away and uh joining us now inside the pirate radio studios ecu first baseman josh moylan uh here on the players lounge josh good to see you how you doing man uh good to see you i'm uh i'm glad to be back in here i always enjoy our chats so i'm pretty fired up we'll talk uh some pirate baseball it's a bad day for josh and i to go to espn.com's nfl page because earlier today the top story even at just if you go to espn.com was how washington's nfl franchise sank on and off the field under dan snyder but luckily, that has been moved off the headlines because now it's Lamar Jackson. And uh, Josh, the Ravens fan, came out today that Lamar Jackson requested a trade earlier this month. Uh, how are you handling things, Josh? Well, you know, when you first brought it up, I didn't uh, I didn't see the big headline up top. I saw the Washington ones. You know, I got a – there was a part of me that was a little happy to see that, I guess. But then now you're pulling this one up, I'm yeah. not in a very good mood. Yeah, and I want Washington to give Baltimore whatever the heck they want to get Lamar Jackson because I just would love a a stable quarterback at the helm. But uh, interested to see what happens with Lamar. Does this happen before the draft? Could it be a draft night move? That would make things really exciting. But looks like, I don't know, it looks like the Ravens might have to go a different direction at QB. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of hoping it is a draft night move because uh, maybe we'll get some more out of that. And yeah. If we just go with a straight-up trade, I don't know how much we'll really get, but uh, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. And you've been, I don't know about blessed with the like with the Packers. They have had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers my entire football-watching life just about. With you, you guys had Flacco, who's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, who was never looked at as like a top five in the league probably, but – you like Flacco, right? He gave oh, you a yeah. chance to win every uh, year. We'll always love Joe Flacco. Yeah. More. So you uh, you probably haven't experienced life without a quarterback like myself. 
and like chandler has since uh cam newton fell off the map years ago <laughs> it's not a good place to be josh i'm gonna tell you no i'm not gonna be happy uh with that <laughs> trade but you know we'll uh hopefully we find somebody that can we can plug in but i i doubt it and you got a good head coach a good culture so the ravens will probably be just fine we'll no see. matter what they got all right uh good coach and a good culture with ecu baseball that's fair to say as the pirates continue their winning ways over the weekend taking three from george mason and uh let's start with the pitching again josh three runs allowed on friday one on saturday and no run scored for the patriots on sunday the pitching uh just continues to be phenomenal for you guys yeah i mean those those three guys are starters They're, they've been lights out all year and i mean josh Groves coming out having another just tremendous start no runs i know we didn't play the full game because of weather but honestly i think he might have ended up going the distance there but yeah, shout out to those guys. Just been dominant all year, and it's it's fun to play behind them. I joked with Josh after the game yesterday because last weekend he is rolling pretty good. He gets into the eighth. He has those two walks, and he said if it wasn't for those two walks, if he could have got out of the eighth, he thinks he would have gone the distance. Yesterday, absolutely cruising, and then the rain starts, and he's unable to get that complete game shut out. But he's going to get it eventually. Uh, just uh, yesterday was out of his control because he certainly was going for a nine-inning strong with no runs scored. And uh, another thing he did yesterday was make y'all's job really easy. How many three-up, three-downs were you guys head out there to the field, head right back into the dugout? I mean, honestly, he couldn't have picked a better day to have those three-up, yeah. three-downs. We got all the innings we needed to get in to have it be a registered game, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he was he was awesome yesterday. and. We really didn't have to do much on the defensive end because he was, you know, striking guys out or getting some uh, easy fly balls. But he was he was dominant again. And you got Jacob said you guys did acknowledge that before the game that hey there might be some weather rolling in. We can't do our normal let's score a bunch late. <laughs> let's go ahead and get them early, get a lead. And uh, you guys were able to do that yesterday. Yeah, no, it was good. We came out with uh, with that kind of aggressive mentality, which I think moving forward is the one we need to keep. But. Yeah, I mean, Coach said it before the game. We we needed to get five innings in to have it as a complete game. So we uh, we went out and just tried to do as much as we could early. Talking to Josh Moylan, I mentioned this to the pitchers last week. Um, the first base to pitcher exchange on those ground balls when they're covering first is a thing of beauty. And and Carter and the guys said y'all practice that a lot. We saw a beautiful one, I think, with Carter and Cam Clonch on Saturday. But you guys make that look so easy. But a lot of work goes into that, right? Oh, that's pretty much every day at practice, whether it's, uh, you know, us just catching ground balls and BP and flipping to a guy standing by the bag or whether we're actually taking time out of practice to, pr- to practice it. But, yeah, it's a lot of work, but, you know, thankfully it looks good on the field. Let's talk about your glove, Josh, because I, I finally asked Garrett about his big green glove and what the deal is with it, and he said he saw it, he liked it, he got it. So uh, this particular glove you're using this year, how long have you used it? Uh, so the first baseman I'm using now is actually JC's first baseman. When they originally had him here, they okay. had him at first base for a little bit, and then they moved him to the outfield. And mine ended up kind of blowing up when we last year. Laces popped and things was a mess. So I asked him, like, hey, can I use that? Because it was broken in, and I didn't have one that was ready to be used. And then uh, ever since then, I've been using it. So kind of beginning of last year is... I got it, and it's just been using it since. Do you and do you like one that's kind of worked in and weathered a little bit as opposed to a new glove? Yeah, I've I've been trying to break one in recently. It's all tan, actually. It looks pretty cool, but okay. uh, I I do like the one that's a little a little broken in. I like the pocket especially. I want the pocket loose, but the rest of the glove kind of firm, which is exactly how I have that one now. All right. Uh, so, are you like superstitious? Like, would you work in a new glove mid season? Are you you know how are you going to handle that? 
I've been telling myself I'm gonna use that one until it blows up like the last <laughs> one because honestly okay. that glove's been been good to me. I don't wanna I don't wanna mistreat it. Switch into another one. There you go. Treat it right. Uh, Josh Moylan joining us. If you have a question or comment for Josh, you can uh, get that in now. And was gonna get to this, but I thought Kenny did it in a pretty creative way. He said, "Ask Josh uh, what degree he's getting. It must be in engineering, and is taking drafting classes because that was a perfect line that he drew." <laughs> That's an interesting way to bring up what went down uh, against Campbell during the midweek. So, first of all, Josh, did you know you could get ejected from a game after the game was over? I, honestly, that was a, a bit of a surprise to me. But yeah. to answer the first part of that question, I'm a communication major, so I guess the line, I guess the the line was kind of lucky where the placement was. But <laughs> I thought I saw the pitch there, so I, yeah. honestly, I shouldn't have done that. But yeah. that's what it did. Yeah, and uh, you paid the price for it yeah. with. Uh, a two-game suspension, and Cliff Goblin is always going to look uh, look after his guys and uh, defend you guys, and he was rung up and uh, got a game as well. But, yeah, just one of those th- heat-of-the-moment deal. You do it. You, you pay the price and move on. Yeah, I mean, especially in a rivalry game like that, you, you hate to see the game end that way. But, you know, I, I just like you said, I kind of let the emotions, they were all flowing, and I let it get the best of me and – Shouldn't, shouldn't have done that but you know moving forward obviously it won't happen again but you know it's a, something we learned from and uh just keep moving forward yeah uh so what and, and uh jc said you had a role with the team on saturday and sunday he was talking to you about his at bats you were charting things involved in it so what was your you know what were you doing on friday and saturday when you, you couldn't be in the lineup yeah so you know friday obviously just charting down friday and saturday just charting down kind of every pitch of the game but I'm not like I'm not allowed to talk to the guys during the game, so it was the after the game, yeah. you know, kind of run the guys through what I saw, you know, what to expect, kind of the next day thing, and yeah, it was just about it. Just sat there, watched the game, got to enjoy two baseball games on TV, and uh, also helped the team out just a little bit. And uh, you helped them out on Sunday as well, a home run to center, and I love the majestic shots that you know you pull to right field, and you know right when you hit them that they're gone. Is it a different feeling when you hit one to center? Do you have to kind of watch it? Do you do you not know if it's gone or not? Well, I was, I mean, I was busting my butt out of the box there. I, I was looking for a triple because I saw him turn around. I was like, oh, I got one here. And then <laughs> it just kept kind of going and found its way out. But I put a good swing on it. Honestly, I thought he might have got a little inside my bat on me. I felt like uh, I didn't really get it all. But then I saw it going. I was like, all right, maybe I did. And then halfway to second i saw the umpire putting his hand up i was like there we go i'll take that so uh, <laughs> originally thought it was you know double triple but i i'll take that jc said he's never hit one to center even in bp even in practice so how about you how many uh to center have you hit uh i usually kind of like that left center is about the closest i'll get yeah. i think it's the first one that was really center field with bp you know i've hit the hit the batter's eye a couple of times I, I think he might have he might not be giving himself as much credit <laughs> as uh he should but but yeah, it's tough going to the deep part of the park. Yeah, those are you got to hit those a long way. As uh, one of the commenters said earlier, that's where balls go to die. Uh, center field of Clark LeClaire Stadium, but uh, you got a hold of that one. Of course, uh, home runs are no big deal. Barini and Hoover are hitting bombs too. So, oh, I know that <laughs> when I was watching that game uh, and Hoover hit his, I was like, oh man! I, know, I was in there with Coach. He started going nuts and. That's just so cool for that guy. You know, he's he he might hit a couple in BP, but I think that's his first one since what twenty twenty. Yeah, I Charlotte? think second in his career. That's, first since that's then. awesome for a guy like who, especially you know he's got some family stuff yeah. going on. So that was really cool. And then Joey Bruni, man, Shaq just put a great swing on that ball. It was a 
up out fastball just put a perfect swing on it so uh kudos to those guys some good swings we had somebody ask earlier before i forget i'll ask it about nicknames and uh Shaq has something to do with the shoes the cleats he was wearing one day can you refresh us on that story real quick so uh we we were kind of running low on practice cleats so uh joey had to go in there and try to find a pair that fit them and the only ones they had were the real tall kind of Shaq looking ones you know the the Shaq basketball shoes they sell they kind of <laughs> look just like them so he ended up wearing those and it just it just stuck started calling him Shaq. i um i was a frank thomas fan and a first baseman growing up and i had like the high top frank thomas shoes and for a <laughs> big slow guy to have those giant shoes was not a good idea <laughs> It made me even slower, but I thought I looked cool because uh, oh, well, you gotta look the part. I look like a little fat white kid version of Frank Thomas, the big hurt. Um, so yeah, that's where the shack uh, came from. Somebody else, uh, Chris Cunningham, always has some good questions for us. Uh, he says, "Who was given the best nickname on the team?" And he said, "I'll start Pablo for Nick Delisi, who's got a." Uh, Hey, he's got kind of a, a cool look going there. But uh, any other good nicknames on the team, along with Shaq? Uh, there's a, there's some kind of funny ones here and there. But uh, JC, I think some fans were chanting JCC. <laughs> so that kind of stuck. We've all just been calling him JCC. But uh, actually, Josh Groves, my roommate, his gamer tag on PlayStation is Hungarian71. Because his, uh, his granddad's Hungarian, his dad was born in 71, so that's his game tag. <laughs> so I just, I just started calling him Garian, you know, shorten up Hungarian. So I like that's that. That's pretty much all I really call him. I heard, and uh, JC actually gave you props for this. I thought he was trying to say you were you were cheating a little bit, but he said you pre-ordered MLB The Show and have already gotten some hacks and everything in. So oh, yeah. You're getting a head start on that. Um, man, during COVID times, uh, and even before then, myself and Igo and – uh glenn and others were in an online league and it took all of our time up like that that's how we got through COVID. honestly was playing it will be the show diamond dynasty online dynasty oh, yeah. and um it's back i hadn't played in years i might i might have to get it though it's so much fun it's pretty good this year they added all the uh wbc cards in there so oh sweet it's a little crazy day one everybody's got these 99 overall players but uh we'll see it should be fun yeah stacking your team on those diamond dynasties was was oh, really yeah. cool really fun and uh who's your favorite like legends to play with on the game i always like the ken griffey cards i'm I love just Ken Griffey in general is the man, but then seeing that swing in the game, it looks identical. They did a great job with that. So seeing Ken Griffey, but then this year they added Jeter, which is pretty cool. I have Jeter as my shortstop right now, so that's uh, that's pretty cool to be able to play with him. Are you the best uh, show player, you think? I don't know. Jacob Starling's pretty good. Him and I, uh, freshman year, we were staying in the same uh, kind of dorm area. They put us in suites, so we shared kind of one big area. But him and I would go at it, and he's he's pretty good at it. So I'd start giving me a run for my money. So you uh, you say you re- you live with uh, Gross? Yep. Um, he's uh, he's got a great sense of humor. Interesting guy. How's it? What's it like to live with with Josh Gross? It's it's very easy to live with Josh Gross, especially you know you, you think you're having a bad day or something, and you go home and you walk through the door and it's a instant joke, kind of like <laughs> you said. He's just everything with him at home. We're kind of joking around all the time, so it's it's awesome. He's a great roommate. Garyan, huh? Oh yeah, Garyan. All right, I'll pass that along to him next week. <laughs> Speaking of which, who is the team jokester? Asked John Moody. Uh, Star Star might not seem like a real outgoing guy, but he's he's a pretty funny dude. And Ryan McChrystal actually has been uh, this year. He's starting to talk a little more he's really funny so th- those two guys and they happen to share lockers right next to each other so that's uh those are two pretty funny guys mccrystal's bat is talking as well oh, josh yeah. has uh moved him up to 
the leadoff man, and uh, he has earned that spot. He is hitting the ball well uh, since uh, coming back into the lineup. Oh, yeah. Ryan, I mean, obviously had that stuff going on with his back early in the year, but, you know, now that he's back, he's getting into a groove, and he's been rolling. It's it's always good, too. You know, for, I think his first at-bat, nobody even knew he was supposed to be swinging that week because of all the stuff he had going on, and then comes in, hits a single, and since then he's been rolling, but it's good to have that spark blow back in the lineup. Yeah, he kind of snug back in. I remember some. this has been a few weeks ago now before he played his first game, but somebody in the press box was like is that mccrystal taking pitches between innings and he was out there and i was like i wouldn't think so but yeah it was so he kind of snug back in and man uh, great to see him uh hitting the ball in the lineup you guys have a bevy of catchers that can hit the ball and uh we've seen a few games where they're both in the lineup so it's good to see definitely uh chad says everyone imagines themselves when they're growing up winning a world series so how did you picture yourself were you the pitcher that came in and closed the game did you make the game-ending web gem? Did you hit the game-winning homer? Interesting question, Chad. Do you have an answer for that? Well, I've always liked the hitting side of baseball the most, so I was definitely uh, the kid in the backyard, the 3-2 count, two outs, bases loaded, hitting the grand slam uh, off my dad pitching in the backyard. <laughs> but uh, he, he never really won many of those battles, but, you know, it is what it is. Hey. But, uh, but, yeah, I was always the hitter in those situations. Were you uh, always a first baseman growing up, or what else did you play? I played a lot of third base growing up, and then once we kind of got to the bigger diamond, it was pretty much all first base. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I like playing wherever, but first base I'm definitely uh, the most comfortable at now. But growing up, a lot of third. Do you remember, at, like, the funnest times you've had playing baseball of, like, Little League and Showcase and everything? And, and like, like, what are – I don't know. When you talk about your top three to five baseball memories, like, what comes to mind for you? Well, I think, I think number one for me is my first home run – I still remember that. I was eight years old, hit one to right, and I I didn't even know what to do. I was running the bases, and I'm like, oh, man, like, yeah, that, all right, that's a home run. And everybody's telling me kind of slow down while I'm running the bases. But <laughs> So eight uh, years old, are you – is that like coach pitch, or is that against – That a, was, I think, our first year of, uh, like, kid pitch. Real pitching, guess, yeah. Real pitching. That's pretty young to hit a dinger. So that's, well, that's, I mean, I've always been a pretty big guy. Yeah. So, you know, but uh, I think, honestly, I think the, mo- the most fun memory I've had kind of Little League was – I had a walk-off home run to win the championship of uh, the Ripken tournament. Obviously, Cal Ripken being from Maryland yeah. has a big complex there. And, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Dead center. I, I just remember I didn't know what to do with my helmet. I took my helmet off halfway to home and just kind of launched it because I was so happy. But, yeah, it, that was a pretty cool memory. Is that the one? Is that the stadium, like, off I-95 or whatever? The mm-hmm. route? Okay, I always pass that and wonder. So that's, like, for – postseason little league type so stuff. they do big tournaments there we used to just play a ton of tournaments okay. with travel ball and all and they actually have all replica fields so the main field there is like a replica of cannon yard uh, oh Camden wow yards. that's and they sweet. Have yankee stadium wrigley which is pretty cool and then they have uh i think i want to say citizens bank they have they have a bunch of cool stadiums all replica ones so all like around that area yep that's oh, like wow. they're all in one big almost circle it's okay like five or six fields in one big circle but it's it's really fun i'd like to check that out i'll stop next time cool. i'm on the way to uh to jersey uh talking to josh moylan today if you have a question comment you can get it in on youtube and facebook live uh johnny our stats guy says george mason pitcher christian and boy i didn't know how to say his name yesterday so i went with mer mer how did i even say it maracna uh, has appeared in nine games this season. Josh Moylan, the first player to hit a home run off of him this season. So there you go, Josh. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Kenny says, who's the weatherman on the team, and do they ever tell Cliff what the forecast is? 
that's uh that's usually our guys behind the scenes the yeah. blake hargreaves and uh you know our, our staff there looking at the weather but i i don't know coach has a way of kind of predicting the weather pretty well he usually tells us almost to the minute when it's going to start raining we get that tarp on and sure enough starts raining so i don't know if coach has some kind of you know special weather powers or something but he's pretty he's pretty close on it we're no strangers to delays especially come regional and super regional time so uh what do you guys do during a lengthy delay josh the lengthy ones is more just kind of hanging out. We'll sit there because we know we're going to be warming up again. But if we expect a kind of shorter one, everybody's kind of on the edge of their seat, ready to get back out there. But the other day, I think we all kind of knew that game was going to end up being called off. So we were all just kind of hanging out and waiting almost for the, hey, the game's over. But, yeah, most of the time just relaxing, taking time to calm yourself down before we head back out there. And I think on Saturday, you got pushed back 15 minutes, but you guys were able to do your normal infield and everything, right? Uh. When it got pushed wrong? back, I don't think we took infield, outfield. That was Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, we didn't. Oh, that's right. They just went tarp day. up. Okay. We took it off and then just stretched and uh, got out there. So is that, I mean, oh, yeah, well, you, you didn't play on Saturday, so I can't <laughs> ask you. But, like, that routine before a game. Um, and I will say, you guys, with Palumbo and everybody, it is, like, the cleanest infield, outfield, like, in the country. Like, I can't imagine – another team doing it any cleaner that you guys like it's almost a religion the way you guys do it to a t it's it's impressive to watch yeah well i mean we take a lot of pride in it because for a lot of guys especially the guys that, you know want more playing time like that's that's their chance to kind of show it is it's almost like a game environment we're out there jerseys on everything but we have guys that are all trying to fight for spots and everybody takes pride in it so i mean i i like the uh the appreciation that it looks good we're all out there just trying to you know do our best job out there and Guess it turned out pretty well. That's a great point. I noticed uh, Dixon Williams over at third playing behind Amac, and during the the pregame, he is out there looking like he's in a game. So everybody treats it that way, and that's probably why it looks the way it does. Oh, I would yeah. imagine. Talking to Josh Moylan, I uh, got UNCW coming up on Tuesday. Um, do you remember anything about the first meeting with the Seahawks earlier this year? Uh, not too hot for us. It's just about all I remember. I mean, we left a lot of guys on base, so you know, coming out in front of a home crowd, I don't think that'll be uh, that'll be the same result there with leaving guys on. But uh, should be a good game. They're a good team, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll. And man, that happens. Uh, it happened last week against Campbell, uh, only scoring one run. But man, a lot of run scoring opportunities and. It's just it's baseball. I remember Wilcoxing up with the bases loaded, couldn't get it done. His next at bat, uh, nobody on. He line, you know he hits a single. That's just the way it works sometimes, right? Yeah, I mean that's the game. You can you can square a ball up, it gets caught, kind of thing, or you know you can have one bat at bat here, and the next time you go out and hit a jack. So it's it's all uh, the game of baseball, and it's, it is crazy how it works sometimes. That reminds me of your four hit day from last weekend. <laughs> Where you, you kind of just uh, you tossed a couple up down the left field line, right? Yeah, I mean it, it all evens out. I yeah. think early in the year I was I was kind of hitting some balls hard that were yep. getting caught, and then it felt nice, you know, drop those two in there for I guess the one was technically a double. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, the game always uh, evens itself out. So just continue to go in there, have some good at bats, get a bat on the ball, and uh, good things will happen eventually. Oh, yeah. How about uh, the trip to Houston? Uh, what's the uh, what's that road trip going to be like for you guys? What do you uh, enjoy uh, about road trips? I honestly, I just like seeing new places. I know, well, Houston. Obviously, we went there my freshman year, but got caught off because uh, they oh, had, right. got on the team with COVID, so they called that off. So this after actually, y'all had already got yeah, there, we got yeah. there. They called it, and then we actually intersquatted on their field. That was uh, we had Carson wasn't hunting Gavin thrown against each other in an intersquad on their field. So that was uh, that was pretty <laughs> cool. But uh, yeah, it should be fun. You know, first time a lot of us have played there and. Uh, I know we're fired up and ready to go to start conference play. 
man who's uh who's tougher to hit out of that scenario carson or gavin i guess with carson a lefty might you know honestly they're they're both they're both i mean i'd say they're pretty equal but yeah. uh gav having that the fastball i mean that thing just looks different coming out of the hand one pitch it'll stay right there the next one's taken off on you but especially Wiz, you know that left on left changeup. not many guys are throwing that and he's throwing it at a really high level so you know both those guys are tough i don't know if i'd uh choose to hit off either one <laughs> Landon Ginn showing some heat this weekend as he was able to uh, throw for the first time. He looked good. Oh, yeah, he looked really good. And I was uh, actually sitting there. That was right towards the end of the game. I'm sitting there watching him on the iPad we had set up for me. And, man, he, he did look good. That fastball was good. And then he was dropping some kind of slider-looking thing at, like, 89. Every I'm like, man, that thing is <laughs> nasty. But, yeah, he we, uh, Tony went out and had a, had a good time. So, JC said that your Savage uh, owns him, basically. He said his numbers against him, lifetime, were terrible. How about you? Who's the uh, toughest pitcher to hit off of on the inner squads and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Trey, when obviously he's been on this year, but when he is on in inner squads, he is nasty. But Josh Groves, he's, uh, he's had this weird ability to drop those uh, backdoor sliders on me, which, honestly, off him, that's tough because I'm usually on heater with him because he's got a good one but but yeah i think both those guys are, are tough at bats but uh yeah i mean honestly all our pitchers are when they're on they're on they're good so but i'd say those two are probably the, the toughest ones josh moylan joining us here inside the pirate radio studios let me see i think we had maybe a couple other questions somebody asked about the best the best mlb team you've ever seen mm. line up that's a good question. I have to think of that myself. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking. I would go second. back a little further than you probably to those Yankees teams in the oh yeah nineties. Yankees. Yeah, I mean, I I think um, I think honestly the Phillies the Phillies this year could be one of those teams where you look mm-hmm. at it and you're like, all right, these guys are special. But honestly, I, that's tough. Uh, of all time, that's that's pretty tough. I'm also not old enough to really know yeah. some of the great teams. But so are you? You're an O's guy. I am. Yeah. Okay. We'll be talking some O's baseball with Mark Brown from CamdenChat.com later this week as we do carry O's games. So if you're out and about during an O's game, tune in to Pirate Radio. You can hear play-by-play Josh. And uh, they had, I guess you'd say a surprising, maybe an overachieving season last year, which gives you kind of, uh, I don't know, hope that they might have something good this year. Oh, team. yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, last year, just like you said, I don't think anybody expected us to do that and then went out, had a great season, and honestly almost made a playoff push at the end, but uh, just a little too far behind. But I, I think this year will be a good year. Cedric Mullins, North Carolina guy, homering for Team USA. That was cool to see. Oh, did yeah. you watch the World Baseball Classic? I at did, all? I did. Yeah. That uh, that Japan-USA game to end, it was pretty crazy. And then you get to see Otani and Trout, probably the two best in the game right now, going at it for the, the last out of the game. That was That was pretty sick. Yeah, awesome stuff. All right, Josh, we'll uh, let you get back to work. Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, Pirates at home on Tuesday and then on the road. Conference opener coming up this weekend at Houston. We appreciate you joining us, and uh, you, you'll be uh, back doing more media stuff oh, later yeah. tonight, right? So, yeah, yeah uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks, man. There's Josh Moylan joining us. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll hear more from ECU Spring Ball. Got some interviews to give you from Saturday's scrimmage. We'll also be out there Tuesday for ECU Pro Day as Holt Naylor's, Isaiah Winstead, C.J. Johnson, Keaton Mitchell, and others will uh, have an opportunity to impress the scouts. So we'll talk about that, too. When we return, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this. I don't want to lose your love tonight. I ain't got many friends left to talk to. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East uh, provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Um, I think I'm supposed to tell you this off the air, Chandler, but I'll just remind everybody who won the Pirate Radio Bracket Challenge this year. Uh, you need to take a picture of me posing with the net for the YouTube thumbnail because I'm the bracket champion. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Y'all don't seem very impressed. What? <laughs> Y'all seem angry. Would it be weird if I didn't win? You know what I mean? Like, I'm supposed to win, right? I'm supposed to know what I'm doing when it comes to sports and college basketball. <laughs> now nobody's going to talk to me. Fine. I'm I guess enjoy- I'll... I'm enjoying the bit. Hey, hey Chandler. I'm enjoying the bit. Um, let's get to some audio. You remember last year when I say the words, get gone, what does that make you think of? Keaton Mitchell. Keen Mitchell became an ECU baseball super fan. Well, we got a new one on the football team this year. Jerry Rice. <laughs> and folks, if you missed it earlier, Jerry Rice has committed to play football at ECU. Of course, he is a kicker from VMI, and his and name is Jerry Rice. Year old boy. Yes. Uh, the new super fan on the football team, Deontay Johnson. Remember his videos? Who was it that hit a home run that he was Cam saying? Punch. Is it Cam? Okay. I think it was Cam Clark because I think they're they're buddies. Yeah, he was uh, on the right field fence in the jungle, saying, my, "My man, my boy's about to hit a home run." I told you, I told you. Had a great video, uh, and Deontay Johnson talked to the media after Saturday's ECU spring football scrimmage. Surely, can we hear that, please? Well, how do you think it uh, went out there first scrimmage at spring? Uh, first scrimmage, you know, it's gonna be a few hiccups, but. I feel like that was the first test to see, like, it was separate the men from the boys. I feel like both sides of the ball responded. Offense made a few good plays. You know what I mean? Defense, we just got to get off the field on third down. Sometimes the defense can be ahead of the offense first scrimmage. It seemed like it was fairly even today. Is that is that competition kind of good? Does that get, get you guys going? I'd rather it be neck and neck than us just dogging them or them just dogging us. So I feel like we got great competition out there today. How does that competition help make you better? Man, I like I literally everything I do, I compete. I love to play the game. You feel me? Either class, we doing little games. I just like to compete. And then with a group of guys I'm in here working with, I know for a fact like we on the same mission. So if we compete. I know we all gonna get better together. Internally on the defense, there's been a lot of change in leadership. Mm-hmm. How do you respond to that? Uh, just just next guy up. If you feel like you could just take that role to be a leader, then do it. But don't. Just overrule your power, you know what I mean? But we got a, a lot of guys that's bought into this program, and I respect them all. The defensive line room, I mean, you guys have been uh, Y'all kind of came in together. Yeah. So what's that bond like where y'all kind of grown together and reached this point? We literally do everything together. Like right now, I'm about to shower and go to one of my teammates' house. We do everything together. 
I just, I love them guys, man. And there, like, there's no drop off. So every day we go in there, you know you got to bring your A game. Because if not, you could be the next, you could be the two. You feel me? So every day is just, comp- that's really what a competition at, in that D-line room. And obviously y'all rotate a lot. Yeah. There's no hard feelings, right? No, definitely not. Because if you know it's no drop off and we know everybody on the same mission, and you feel me? Everybody can do the same thing that the other one doing. We all got different attributes, but we all know how to do our game plan. What's it like going up against Hampton or at center yard? Two big, pretty big boys. Yeah, that's, a, that's my dog. We, it's great work. I, I respect her. We get good work. That's my dog. Coach said, you know, there was a lot of stuff you guys looked at on defense from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. What's some of the stuff the defensive line, you know, kind of circled that you had to step up a notch, I guess? Uh, just being aggressive all the time. Like, just we switched a few, like, fundamentally things up. But other than that, it's just being aggressive all the time, not flipping the switch on and off, keeping that joker on. All right, uh, quite a personality and quite a player, Deontay Johnson, uh, there after the scrimmage on Saturday. When we return, we'll hear from Powers, Jack Powers, as well as the gun show, Marlon Gunn. Cut that music off, Shirley, because it's time for booty. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, Shirley Roots, what are you going to weigh on this Monday? Lunch for two at tiebreakers. All right, lunch for two at tiebreakers. You might see me there with my winnings from the Pirate Radio Bracket Challenge. Shirley, what caller? I'm going to do with caller eight. Caller eight, 317-1250. You can be a winner. And we'll have more for you when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to get the business services that are right for your business today. Contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, are creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Mac Hodges of Washington. Got uh, lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Uh, congratulations, Mac. I think I'm going to do Tiebreakers for dinner. Y'all know what I did for breakfast? Oh, I know what we did for breakfast. Country Mart had some yeah, awesome breakfast for us this morning. That was awesome to walk into the office and see. So, uh, had a sausage dog and put it inside of a cheese biscuit, and my day was uh, good from there. There's nothing like uh, a little fat back to start your day. I think I had way too much fat back. I talked to yeah. the the um, owner of Country Mart at aj's a few weeks ago and we were just talking and i talked about how much i like this food and he said 
Who's the girl in there that likes the fat back so much? That'd <laughs> be a, me. That's Shirley. That would be me. She loves that fat back. Uh, yes, yep. sir. Yes, yep, she does. I sure do. So uh, y'all, y'all got a hold of that earlier today? Yes. Oh yeah. Good oh yeah. You. That was the like. I didn't even bother like when I got here because there's things I have to do right when I get here in the morning. I as soon as I walked through the back door, I hung a left, hit the box. Amazing. You know, Mondays are are tough sometimes amazing how much a good breakfast from country mart can brighten up your monday and not just start your mondays off right but kind of get the whole week started off right you know what i'm saying yeah when especially if the you eat a sausage dog that's a little spicier than you were expecting had a little kick yeah that thing had a that gave me a swift kick in the pants this morning i remember uh coming into the studio right before my sales meeting this morning and i remember looking to the left this is before they even uh, Jonathan had sent out a text saying that there is Country Mart. I was like, what's that pizza box doing right there? So, of course, me being nosy, the nosy person that I am, I went over there and opened it up, and it was like, you know, the light coming out of it. and like, oh. Yeah, so I was very happy to see that. I was like, I, I hope that this is for us here at Pirate Radio, and it was. And, Thank uh, you, Country Mart. Man, that was great. All right, let's hear more from the players on Saturday following the ECU spring football scrimmage. Let's hear from Powers, Jack, Jack Powers, Powers, as he spoke with the media following Sunday scrim- uh, Saturday scrimmage. Jack, uh, how do you feel like you went out there today? Uh, I think it was good. A lot of physical play out there. Um, as always, the first scrimmage of spring, they're going to have a lot to improve on, and spring ball in general. So I think the team's looking forward to going back, watching film, and correcting that, and uh, getting a little prettier for the spring game. For you, this spring without you know Jeremy, obviously practicing, how much is your role maybe increase in practice, whether it be leadership, snaps, and just how much is your role kind of taking off? Uh, I think it's increased for sure, um, but I also think I'm ready for that. You know, I'm going into my sixth season, um, so I, I've seen great leaders along the way back in my old school in here um, with the last year's team. So the role's increased for sure, but I think I'm ready for it, and. Um, I'm enjoying being out there more and, and enjoying uh, really having a part in building this culture of this team. Coach said, you know, the defense carrying from out there into here. Uh, what did you see out there today as far as that, you know, getting after it? Um, you know, every I think we started off right, but uh, I think there is a lot to improve on. You know, I think our standards a lot higher than in previous years. Um, and with the experience that we have on this defense, you know, maybe not all playing together, but the experience we have in college ball, um, I think our expectations are a lot higher. So I think I speak for the whole defense when I say, you know, we're looking forward to getting back in there, fixing our mistakes, and, and coming out next week with, with something to prove. Year two for you, how much more comfortable are you now in this defense versus this time last year? Night and day. Um, you know, my preparation hasn't really changed, and I take a lot of pride in that and watching film and being in my playbook. Um, but as far as going out there, and, and maybe last year where I might second-guess myself, might be a little slow on a read, uh, I feel like I'm playing a lot faster out there now and, and just going full speed, which I love. There is Jack Powers from Saturday. Let's hear uh, one more interview. How about the gun show? Marlon Gunn. Uh, Mike Houston, excited about him getting even better from year one to year two. We saw him on the field. Look great at times last year for the Pirates and looking forward to an encore in 2023. Here's what he had to say on Saturday. Coming out this morning, you know, had a good night rest. Had a good meal this morning, a good bagel this morning. So everybody was well rested. You know, we ate and we came out with it on our mind. You know, coach preached ball security, don't let the ball hit the ground. So everybody came out with it on their mind. You know, just came and attacked the day. We got to be ready for whatever the defense throw at us. 
seemed like a pretty good day for the running backs. Uh, I know you had a few big runs, and how how fun was to see Javius and Gerald have some big runs too? I'm coming in, Javius being so young, you know, just seeing him go against the more experienced guys, you know, I'm proud of him because I remember I was in those shoes at a point in time. You know, I just tell him, you know, I try to coach him up, slow the game down, you know, go too fast, but hey, it's adrenaline going, he's ready to go. And Gerald, he's a big time player, he's going to be a big time player for us. You know, coming, when Rod comes back, you know, everybody going to be, we all going to be good. So if they're going to be tired of us, then they're going to be tired of them too because they're going to be, we're going to wear the defense down. If we keep running like that, we're going to wear the defense down every time. What's the competition like, the defense out there in practice? Oh, every day, we going at it. Every day, no matter if it's third, tag, live, we going at it because that, that's only making everybody better. You know, we can't, offense can't be going 100%, defense can't be going 70%. Everybody got to go 100 every time. That's only going to make each other, you know, make us better. But you said from day one, he wants to run the football. Is that something that you guys, you know, if you have two or three good running backs, you know you're all going to get uh, shot at? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody, um, Splitting the carries, you know, and then it ain't just, you know, we all going. Like I said, 100%, we all chasing that 1%. So it's just like, if we get, you know, a good yardage, the first back get a good yardage, then the second one coming right back with it. We can't, you know, got to stack. You can't, you got to be consistent. You can't just, you know, be, you know, a downfall. You got to keep it going. You got to stack it. What's it like as a teammate to watch Rodgers come back? Um, playing with Rod was, you know, like just watching him go through, you know, his steps. He coaching me up, you know, he's a good teammate. He's a good leader on and off the field. Like no matter where we at, what we doing, he always, you know, making the right decisions. You know, never know who's watching. So he, he's a great guy. I love watching Rod. I can't wait till he get back. I'm excited. Last year, I didn't think you were probably still in high school at this time uh, as a freshman. So like, as you look forward, how much you've grown from, from this time last year to now? How much have you grown? I've grown a lot. Like when I came in in June, like my mom was telling me, like you got to come in with it on your mind. Like you can't go out there and play. Like you got to work for whatever. So then fall camp came. I'm like, I got to work. Like I just got to work. So that's all I came in with the mentality. Like I got to work. I can't let nobody beat me. And then when we out there tackling, I can't go down. Like you can't go down. You got to run hard. Just run. And that's what it was. Confidence wise, did you kind of feel like growth from last year having success during your, your freshman season and now? Take that to the next level. Oh yes, sir. Like a lot of those big runs, I actually slowed slowed down, learned the game, watching the film, you know, seeing what I could have did better, and I'm actually going out there and doing it instead of just running to the first thing I see, like false daylight. You know, you're actually taking your steps, reading, and then hitting your landmark and bursting through the hole. All right, there is Marlon Gunn. I am excited uh, about these pirate running backs, and Mike Houston came in here from day one, wanted to run the football. Uh, he's certainly got his backs now. Can the O-line hold up? Can Mason Garcia in the passing game do enough to open up holes for the run game? Uh, but, man, uh, I love hearing Marlon Gunn there say that we're going to be wearing teams down with all the talented backs they have in the arsenal. They're going to be wearing teams down in the fourth quarter and hopefully running to a pirate victory in fourth quarters in 2023 and beyond we'll take a time out come back get ready to wrap up today's edition of pirate radio live back with you after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, a quick look at your stock market. It was mixed today. The Dow was up 194 points, closed at 32,432. The NASDAQ was down 55, however, at 11,768. The S&P was up 6 at 3,977. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Here's Clip. All righty. Thanks to Josh Moylan, Jacob Jenkins Coward, Isaiah Winstead, Brian Bailey for joining us on the program. Thanks to you for tuning in, chiming in, being part of the show. And hopefully um, I'm an inspiration to you out there that maybe one day you can be a bracket champion. Good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) See you Tuesday, 3 o'clock. Molly, the legendary RV. Bryce Williams, and a whole lot more. Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man. We'll talk to you then. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.